This is RoboCop, and he's come back. He can cut your brain cells in half with one bad plot point, just like the old sequels. I would advise not getting this movie to watch. The streaming services take $4 from their victims. up everybody and welcome to the newest episode of the i'd like a refund podcast joining me as always as my pal would say is that pal ryan ryan how you doing man oh, nice little harmonica action classic love it how's your day been happy to be time? here johnny yeah happy to be here uh yeah, it's uh well no not really no i'm usually not happy to be here okay. um but you know we got a show to do so um uh, I'm just work. here to fill. I'm feeling my contractual obligations as every week. All right. Well, glad you're here. I'm happy you're here. If you're not happy, you're here. Hey, Cameron's thanks. also here. Cameron, how you doing? That's right. Good. I'm all right. How are you? I'm. I'm. All, thanks for asking. Yeah. You're no welcome. one ever asks no, when I'm I asking. when I intro the show how I'm doing. Well, I'm asking. I'm you also almost well. never. You never intro the show. So that's true. You guys always <laughs> hog that up. Uh, but I'm very excited to be the one introing the show today because we have two special guests with us here today. Um, very. You already. Uh, you already. In, yeah, you already introduced say, us. Am I yeah, not Ryan special? and Cameron. Um, so we're very excited. <laughs> no, uh, frequent collaborators, our friends over at Genre Geeks. We have AJ. Hey, what's up? And we've got Heath. What's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? I, we're glad. We're so excited to finally have you on our show as opposed to yeah, us well, being after on having, show. Yeah, after having you for like 50 times for like a month and a half straight. Yeah, it's kind of cool to <laughs> you know, be invited over for dinner at your place. You know, that's yeah. fun. We figured, we figured you guys, you finally earned it after all those times that we were <laughs> unsure with our presence. Yeah, we yeah. were unsure until we did that whole Matrix thing. And then we were like, ah, yeah, I guess. We can Fair bring enough. these guys on for something. But uh, for our listeners who maybe didn't make the jump over to your show when we were there, which, first of all, shame on them. Yeah, uh, that was a ba- bad job agree. out of them. Yeah, how about yeah, one who of doesn't you listen to their podcast? Or both of you, uh, give us a little idea of your show. <laughs> uh, I, I can name someone who doesn't listen to their podcast. His name is Cameron. Cameron doesn't listen well, to anybody's podcast. probably fair. So. Paul Dan, though, doesn't hey, well, listen to it. A third of the current members of my show don't. Well, actually, yeah, y'all know that feeling for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're genre geeks. We cover nerd pop culture, so you know nerd news, uh, movies, video games, things like that. We talk about. We also have a pretty. It's fifty fifty at this point between our normal show and our movie coverage. So we cover new movies that come out, movies that are involved in that movie. So for example, the new Matrix that came out. We did a whole series leading into that, which you guys are cool enough to join us for. And that's yeah. We're just we're a nerd show. So anything nerdy. I'll tell do our you stupid what. Bit about. Some of my favorite episodes of y'all's are the ones that aren't about movies. And maybe it's just because the fact that that's all we talk about 90% yeah, sure. of the time. Um, so I love when you guys are just going off on random bits and telling me why I shouldn't be eating hot dogs and things like that. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Honestly, us too. When those things happen, like especially like just fluid just goes there, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Well, speaking of oh, fluid, yeah. I still remember my first introduction to you guys was your bit about peeing on your night shirts. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ever since then, it's only just been it's been downhill in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. No, um, Joel, 
you know, we're here right now, and we have our guests. They know what we we're all here. about, but how do we typically start our show? What do we do here? This is time for Cameron's Marionette Hour. Oh, God. It's so no? beautiful. Oh. I thought he was good. Normally, he brings out some puppets. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I don't even know. What Ca- I don't even think Cameron I do a knows what Marionette show. is. It's very, it's very interesting because it's a visual medium without the visuals. Pretty and it's only one yeah. puppet, and it's just like a worm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> How is he very doing that? Walking worm. out of the bottom of his desk. Why is only one eye? He just uses he uses a sock that got a little crusty. So yeah. some people are like, "Is that a pinky?" Like, hmm. um, no, no, Ryan. I'm assuming you're referring to a question. I am referring to a question. A question. A question. All right. So we like and to start I think every the question episode off is what me. is the question. With me asking a question, and usually the question is whether or not I even have a question. I mean, uh, I'm just assume, I'm assuming for the guest episode that you have one. But I do have a question. Oh. I'm excited for this. So Cameron, I, Cameron, you have one too. I yeah. If you were going, oh, we have to... two questions. Oh, I Wait, didn't mean to. Straight in. Start asking the question. If you, yeah. if you were going, <laughs> okay, he's just still going anyway. All right. If you were going to destabilize any country's military with. <laughs> With robots and destroy um, any any co- uh, country's military or government with robots, hmm. which one would it be and why? Uh, probably Sweden. Yeah, that's a good well, yeah. I'm going peaceful route too. I think those Canadians need to be taken down a peg. Yeah, yeah. I nah, guys, I'm going. Fu- I'm going Russia. full. We're going into North Korea. Let's go. Oh, there you go. I Ryan wants I, to be an actual hero. Yep. <laughs> What's better than a hero? I was thinking uh, a dead hero. <laughs> I was thinking Cameroon. Because there'd be nothing okay. better than Cameron being the dictator of Cameroon. You want to be a dictator? I mean, I got robots. You got half of that already. Yeah, you got the first part. Dictator talks? Dude, you would be He's fully aware. You would be like like I don't want to disrespect you, but I feel like we have to talk about this right now. You would just get walked over so fast as a dictator. Yeah. You yeah. Why do you like, think somebody, somebody would be Kim pull- Jong Un? Some- you'd be Kim Jong Oof. <laughs> So- <laughs> right. Why? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Why? Give us an example. Uh, no. Give us your. Is it a your, good thing that you're going to get speech. walked over? What's policy number one, Cameron? It's your first day of your new government. What's first policy you're implementing? Every morning, eight o'clock to ten o seven, we watch La La Land. That's oh, because God. La La Land is two hours and seven minutes. You are a dictator. Oh my God. That's awful. Yeah. That's every single like, morning. Why would first, you do that My to first somebody? course of action is Zendaya is required to be my wife. <laughs> no. No one's forced into uh, no one's forced you know, yeah. into anything. Heavily in, now, you know, she wants, influenced. Yeah, you know. heavily implied or you know, encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Cameron's like, here's my EDO2 or whatever the hell. You know the, the <laughs> what was that? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, the ED209. Yeah, yes. we'll get there. We're talking. We'll oh. get there. <laughs> I was, I was saying, the thing, about, the thing that's crazy about Euphoria is that what? somehow... <laughs> what? Zendaya, <laughs> oh, no, we're talking about Zendaya. <laughs> okay. Is that somehow Zendaya is the least attractive person on Euphoria. It's crazy. Wow, Jesus. Dude. I mean, then the best way. Man, dude. This is brutal. <laughs> that's how right that's how gorgeous everyone is on Euphoria. Uh, oh yeah. my God, Cameron, what's the timestamp for what you just said right there? <laughs> yeah, there's six, a full quote. Oh my God, six minutes ninety seconds. You realize this is the one episode Zendaya is going to somehow end up listening yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, oh man, I thought I had a fan here. Sweat next. 
no, go no, his, it's, his that's a compliment and... to everyone. Yeah. By disparaging her, it's <laughs> yeah, a compliment like, to everybody I'm else. Yeah. Person. I'm just. <laughs> What are you doing like, if you're not disparaging her? What are you doing maybe then? She, maybe hey, you know what? Like, <laughs> like if we're using God. Zendaya as like a baseline. Never mind. This is just a bad. <laughs> this is like so. Like you're the you're the guy that goes you're the guy that goes apple picking, and you're like, oh yeah, this one apple has like the most bruises on it, but I'll still eat it. I'm not going to comment on the comments. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> anything here is a comments. trap. Made your bed. I've, I, yeah, you exactly. said, literally you, dug yourself into you, this hole. Yes, I know. Nobody brought this up. For the record, I love Zendaya, but like I watched that show and I'm like, we're talking I'm about North so sure Korea, anymore. and you're like, the thing about Euphoria <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number I mean, one: oh. Zendaya is my really attractive. Yeah. So that's the thing. All every character on there is insanely attractive, even <laughs> the old people. Takeaway. This is ridiculous. Like Cal? Um, Man. Okay. okay. No wonder he gets all the (laughs) bussy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, I have a great sell for Euphoria Season 2. Do I even need to ask a question anymore? (laughs) No, you still do. I want to hear it. Yeah. kind of need you to. Do I want to make this a little... It's either interesting or or even more interesting. So which one do we want? More interesting. Okay. I'm going to do... AJ and Cameron are a pair. Heath and Ryan are a pair. Oh, gosh. What's going to happen? For one another, if the other person was deemed unable to live in their current body and you had to decide whether or not they would continue to live as a RoboCop-style person, do you choose to let them die or do you choose to have them continue their life as a RoboCop? To be fair, my partner is already half robot in terms of life function. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So just to just to clarify, because 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 I'm that guy, I want to know. Like, so we're so I'm deciding for Heath if he should survive or not. Let's say Darren blew up Heath's car. Okay, I could see it. He's now missing most of his legs. What I mean by that is like <laughs> most of, <laughs> most of mean, his legs, of his two legs. Most Some of them are, are still there. Yeah. Does all he's he... like he, he, he's like Joel Kinnaman's version where his arm is gone, but we saved the hand. It was like, yeah, yeah. The leg that, is yeah. gone, but we saved the foot. <laughs> okay. Um, the balls are gone, but we still should... got the dick. So now, this person, keep it, have... keep it, please keep it. This, this, this Just the tip, though. You have the shaft is the gone. Internet. And that's that's virtually. a big, that's an important caveat, honestly, to segue yeah, to is like what this, what part what, what parts of him is still attached? Like, what does he still have? Uh, like, let's say is it the same for everybody? I'd, I'd say his beard probably fell off. Um, oh, I can't. Ooh, that's half that's his personality tough. right there. <laughs> his left just, arm is still just let there. Let me die, please. His entire <laughs> arm, not just his the hand. His entire left arm is there. Right arm okay. is, is to the like bicep. Like the. the Okay. Both okay. legs above the knee. There's a lot to work with still there. That's yeah, no, I, 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 well, there yeah. was a lot uh, of I, Joel Kinnaman left to work with, and they said, "Here's your head and lungs." that's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If that's what we're working with, then Heath survives for sure. I put him in the robot body. Okay. I feel like for Ryan, he would get so much more star power if he had android parts. <laughs> 
So for sure, he's right. He what are you talking about? Just be the Ryan's best already ever. booking shit. He doesn't need that shit. I mean, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I do. Don't no, no, I do. Yes, no. Please keep booking me, anybody that's listening. Yes, don't listen to that other guy. <laughs> Ryan's like Ray Fisher, help, who though, with Android parts. So <laughs> <for sure. laughs> no, I, I, he's he's right. Yes, I would like to survive as well. So good job. Shouts to us. All we right. did it on the same page. I would fix. I would we fix Cameron it. up. I feel like Cameron is pro robot parts of any kind of caliber. Really? Are you talking? He's kind about of put his easily <laughs> the most suicidal of any oh, of this. I feel like on this that, that's, podcast. That's, that's, I feel like if <laughs> on this your brain out, put his brain in a jar. I'm talking Dexter, like Mandark. Put your brain Mojo, in a jar. Jo, jo. And you get the super mega body. I think you'd be happy. Really? You want a ro- like, I want to punish Cameron and you make wanna, him live. You want a robot to boot up and go, man, I miss League of Legends. <laughs> Give him us some legal him, legends. Like, AI type questions like, hey, you Cameron, just plug what time into is League it? of Legends. Like, you just Cameron just I like, yeah. League of Legends. Euphoria yeah. like, season man, two. Cameron's like, visor goes down. It's just Zendaya. Playing League of Legends is the most depressed I've ever been. Logs on. You, you don't want to see Cameron's <laughs> okay, like happy time memories. That's very accurate. Thank you. That's pretty funny. Oh, goodness. Okay, and AJ, AJ, so it's a coping mechanism. Let me die. Uh, am I saving AJ? You like how I pose this question to you Give for like, hey, would you death. kill these people? I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, oh God, here's the thing am about I, Euphoria. Am I, am I, am I sending him to go do stuff? <laughs> what? Like, is this the kind of situation where he's like literally becoming RoboCop and like saving people, but also murdering people? He'd be Robo host and Robocop never murdered anyone. Um, yeah, I don't know if you watched the same movie I just watched. <laughs> see the uh, see okay, well, just answer the question, sir. <laughs> answer the question. Yeah, I'm gonna save him. Here's my here's a question, because I kinda figured everybody was gonna Let say me... yes. In what instance would you not save the other person? If it oh, was gosh. just the head the head, um, I'm out. Yeah, like I don't think anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. would want to live that way. If they, have they presented it the way. Right, that's yeah. all he was anyway. That's well, my point. End, like, no, he had a little sh- he had a little hand. They're like his eyes are messed up, you know, his he's got I'm the Anakin curious. thing going on with his legs and arms, but you know I'm fourth degree curious. burns. What was the hand like what was the hand like attached to? It was just kinda like dangling. It was just like cords and crap. Well, pretty much. It was like, just. It was just. They other, just find like, a hand on the ground. If that's the case, why couldn't they just? What are you like, talking? His a... his entire body was intact after the explosion. Okay, like, so why did they choose like, the hand? That that wicked wicked PG thirteen explosion. Yeah, you know, yeah. really pushed it as far as PG thirteen. He was fully intact when the, yeah, he. That's what the I most of that, that hit. Correct. Yes. He just got yeah, blown back. He literally a just bit. got like launched. I don't know how yeah. his body. Got- but meanwhile, you see, I mean, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. We have to talk about this <laughs> yeah, now because it's it's in the yeah. conversation. When you see his body, like his entire face is like seared, like like charcoal skin, but the face is the thing that was fully intact yeah. when he's being rebuilt. It's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Like, well, who, well, that's who's what, in charge like, here. Okay, so here, remember when they were showing the picture of the eye? It was all fucked up. Like, I expected, oh, okay, there's going to be a robot eye. Nope. And then it's just his eye, but okay. Yeah. I was like, what? It, does, it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, real fast and loose there. Yeah. You know, see, that's where Ryan, the rest Ryan, of his body went. They just the scrapped the good pieces of skin for him. That's what, what, it did was, I, so. what did I do? What did you say? Why don't you actually, like, take us into the top of this? Yeah, let's well, go into it. Yeah, I Why think it's time. Why don't we go time. into it? 
Uh, I think that was a good question by you, Great by time. the way. And also smart to absolve yourself so nobody had the opportunity to kill you or not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so with our guests here, a um, little behind the curtain for you. We're going to have AJ and Heath on twice. Um, and just so happened that this time around, AJ picked the movie for this episode. Which, sorry, real yeah. quick, Heath, we have not listened to your clip yet. Yeah, we so don't, don't know what it is yet. Don't, so don't say anything. Okay, yeah, so I won't spoil yeah, it then. Yeah, 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 I will not spoil it. Um, so, AJ, we want to know, like, what was your experience seeing this film? Did you see it in the theater? Why did, like, why did you pick it for the show? Just give us a little rundown of where you're at with RoboCop 2014. I think I saw this with Heath. Am I wrong? Did you see this I'm together? very confident we did. Yeah, we saw it together. I'm I was, sure. I'm such a huge RoboCop nerd. I'm talking 1987. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And so I was actually on the side of when they got remade, everyone's like, oh, boo. I'm like, let's give them a shot. Okay, there's a, there's a story for RoboCop for every generation. Let's do it. So I was gung-ho excited. I'm like, saw the trailers. I'm like, well, I hate the suit. And then they had Joel Kinnaman. I'm like, well, he's fine, but okay sure and then they had all the star studded cast announced i'm like all right i'm actually on board with this let's try it and uh i was just i felt disappointed after the movie and then the day after i felt nothing i don't know if you guys <laughs> felt the same way i just i felt absolute nothing for the that's movie that's how like, i wow. feel most of the time that's kind of mean <laughs> yeah, i was a little scared <laughs> but it was just with the idea like robocop there's just so much you can do with it. And I feel like this movie did nothing with the idea. Nothing happened in the movie. There was no hot takes for the movie. They didn't push the idea of RoboCop. They didn't do anything with this movie. It's just an like two hour nothing that I watched. And when you guys asked me like, you know, to be on this show, obviously with your themes of refund, I could go the traditional route of, you know, a movie that just, it was such a bad time. Like this movie isn't, it's bad, but it's not like aggressively bad as you're watching it. You know, the effects I argue are pretty good a lot of the time. A lot of the performances are really good. Gary Oldman in particular, I really liked his really liked his performance. It's just such a bland piece of nothing by the end of it that that's why I chose it. I just I felt absolute nothing for it. Can I say something? We never of course. tell we never tell you not to, so <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> You guys bully me into silence. Oh my god! <laughs> Just um, go, go so ahead. I'm going to say something. I watched Please this do. movie. Just how Martin Scorsese designed it on my phone, and Lovely. I thought that it was all right. Okay. Oh my god! You <laughs> 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 fucking kidding? <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. This will make Let's no like sense go, for the listener. And I can Fucking you. Say our That's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, like AJ said, we saw it together, and I remember after the movie, me and AJ just railed this movie for like a while. We were just like, dude, what happened nice. to this? What was this? What was that? We just like went on and on and on. Just spit roasted it. Just bros, <laughs> yeah. just leaning tower. Okay. And like AJ, I didn't think about this movie. Thanks. It didn't cross my mind once since I saw it in theaters. But watching it today, I gotta say, I didn't hate it. I'll even go as far as to say it was a fine, maybe slash good movie. Maybe it was enjoyable. Yeah, it was fine. It was I've like... seen a lot more shit recently that made it. Oh, you're telling us. Bearable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, felt like it was much more bearable now, having a maybe more, a little bit more mature mindset to it, and also seeing so much shit until now. I feel like it's not a bad. Like I haven't seen the original, so I can't tell you like, oh, the original. What? I wasn't, you know. What the hell? I Cameron? was gonna. I don't I watch gonna old movies. 
Dude, anything past 2010, Cam thinks is an old movie. He won't watch it. Yeah. It's true. And that's so, why this will be the best was... RoboCop you ever see for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually something that I wanted to touch on is like um, AJ had mentioned to us, you know, if you can watch the original before you watch this one. And we all knew that Cameron wasn't going to do that. Sorry, Joel, yeah. did you uh, did, did you watch the original before you watch this? I did. I watched the original last night. I watched uh, yeah, 2014 too. today. Nice. Same. I did the exact same. How did you guys oh, feel really, about so, there was One thing that the original had that the the new one didn't that I thought was fantastic was it was available for free on Amazon. Um, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Now that we're all here and you reminded me of the, about that. Joe, how much did you have to pay to watch this thing? $4. $4. Cameron, $4. how much did you pay? I paid $4 for this. Yeah, sir, Mr. A- Mr. AJ. On what? Where did you what pay did you $2 pay for... for that? On Amazon. It was $4 slashed on... out, and then it said like one ninety nine. I'm like, today's a good day. No, mine's Wait, Oh, this is no, mine's at three ninety nine on Amazon. <laughs> Oh, no, Amazon knew. They're I like, dude, like- you watched RoboCop way too many times on this platform. Here's a here's a buy for the remake. <laughs> is it? Are you lying? Is this a bit? Are you kidding right now? I swear to God, I, my wife asked me today, "Hey, why do we get a two dollar Amazon charge?" I'm like, I watched Ro- or had to watch RoboCop. I didn't tell her I made us watch it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going on these asshole show, and they're making me watch uh, RoboCop. It's a bad movie show. They're making me watch the bad RoboCop. Are we just going like, to breeze three? past Cameron no. munching Remake. on a wiener? <laughs> I Cameron's eaten eating on the side there. I haven't eaten all day. Um, I'm sorry. Do what I do and just don't eat. Um, so the reason I wanted to know right. results. I uh, The reason I wanted to ask about uh, watching the first one, because I would assume, Joel, that you were like myself, where you had never seen the original before, right? Correct. So oh, the re- ever- wow. Yeah, so, a unicorn situation right now. So that's why I kind of want to just do a quick back and forth with you and I as we kind of answer our thoughts on the film. What did you think about this one? And what did you think in terms of seeing the first one leading into this one? So what you um, go ahead and take the ball with that. So start with the new one? Well, just like, no, like it was both questions, but like, what did you, do you think that watching the original had any effect on you watching yes. this one? Yes, and part of the reason I even went into it, because we've done a few movies like this where it's like, there's either a previous version of it or something like that where it's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to bother. But right. in AJ's selection clip, he had actually mentioned like, oh, you don't need to watch the first one. But like there's things in the new one that you won't understand the references and like the little nods to. So especially in that sense, I think it helped a lot. Another reason I think it was important was because this second or th- this remake, if you will, is not a remake at all. Like it's no. not a reimagining movie. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's 100% just a reimagining mm-hmm. of the story. The main the main character's name is the same or no? Mm-hmm. It is. Alex yeah, Murphy. That yes. was Murphy. Yeah. It right. Is and it's even the only it, thing. Yeah. If you didn't catch it cuz they say his name out a thousand times in the new one. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then well and, and then we even have like Lewis is the same. Mm-hmm. Um gender well, gender bent. But right, it's g- gender bent, yeah. Um but 
but yeah, so I, I think it was the, helpful. The to one, the one strong female character in the original, and they yeah, get rid of her. Yeah, yeah, get rid of her. What a black guy. Rest in peace, yeah. by the way. That dude, he passed away. I think Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. Really? Yeah. Just came recently back. He, yeah. he was recently on our show. Uh, our he last was. episode. He was back to back. Back to back episodes, Shouts which is not an Bummer. accomplishment. Not an accomplishment. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in his sense, back, not the back to back appearances on the refund show. <laughs> yeah, hey, that not man is a community want. legend. He was in. That's true. He wasn't. He was on the wire. So we have on the wire. Pass. That dude from the wire. That's true. Um, yeah, I know who Sean Penn is. I've seen Milk. <laughs> <laughs> man's got to have a code. Um, so all that being said, I watched the first one last night. And I'm sorry, AJ. I thought it was just fine. Like, part of me was kind of like almost leaning towards like, I don't want to say that I disliked it, but I was just kind of like, this is one of those movies that has had such a buildup for it as being like such like a cult classic. And I can see why it is like considered like a cult classic. Like there's a lot of it that I'm like, oh, this is very like almost B movie level, like with some of the effects and stuff like that. Like the the B movie? No. Cameron, the original (laughs) one is like gory beyond measure. Yeah. I I was like shocked with how gory the original is. We'll compare the death Uh, scenes in a minute because that's how do you go from one to the other, dude? So many blood packets exploded on that set. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I finished it and I was kind of like, uh, I had this weird feeling, and for a second I thought I was broken because I watched Encanto the night before, and then I watched this. Nice. <laughs> Love okay. It. Both Encanto and the original uh, um, Robocop, I feel like. What is your like connection between You'll see here. It feels like the story was like, like building a lot. It's kind of like what my issue is with. Uh, I'm not going to say it. It's a movie that I'm probably going to pick for this show. But it feels like it was just building a lot and then just instantly resolved. Love it. Like it built, 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 and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, resolution, the movie's over. That like is I people's feel biggest like, complaint yeah, the about went Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, exactly. So like I it just didn't reference. feel like there was as much of a Thank payoff a as I would have hoped for. <laughs> um So that that aside, like I said, it, it was fine. This new one, I really liked a lot of the stuff that they did, and they even had elements of this one that I was like yeah, I wanted this in the first one. Mm-hmm. Would I say that I thought it was fantastic or like spectacular? No, but like I would say, would you and Cameron would... say I would? I enjoyed this one. I would say I enjoyed both of them about the same. Okay, because wow. they're they're two very different things in my mind. I, I really yeah. do yeah. think that original one. After seeing it, that is not what I expected at all. Especially if you compare that movie to some of the other films that came out around its time, like. Well, that, it, that, that, is, that came um, out the same year as a uh, Full yeah. Metal Jacket, <laughs> and yeah. you compare those two movies. Well, Eighty-seven like, was a fat whoa. year, dude. There was some good you know, stuff around that time. I wanted to mention that, and AJ, like I throw to you to start, but anybody can answer this. I, getting to know you, I know you're you're a movie buff, of course, and '80s movies are very much known as like the the peak genre of action films. I would say, like sure. that's where that's just where they just really took off and haven't really stopped since. Where does this one rank for you in terms of like '80s action films? Is this like your number one from that era, or is it just in the like in the top part, or where does it sit for you? That's that's really tough. That's why I get paid I like the big the, bucks. Yeah, I like the style <laughs> of it. I th- I don't know if I would come. You know, if you have this compared to say, God, like any of the other '80s action 
movies, mm. like proper action action. Like this is an action movie, but it it's there's good. I argue there's good story behind the action. Okay, but uh, I would call it one of my favorite like thematic action movies. If you want just you know stupid blood and guts, there's a thousand mm. Schwarzenegger movies you can watch. Yeah, I was, you know, I was gonna say like the one that popped in my head was Terminator. Like, do you think this mm-hmm. is better yes. than Terminator? I would say this is a better movie than Terminator. The original RoboCop uh, better than the first Terminator, right? That's what you're I'm saying. I'm also I'm that's a, a RoboCop pretty bold guy. Statement. Yeah, but that's strong. yeah, if you watch the first RoboCop, you also like the Matrix. I'm sorry, the first so. uh, Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> well, it's really apples to oranges when you look at like the budget and stuff that's, and that's, how it yeah. went about. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's but I mean. I would I like the style more of this one where it's like it's it the this the set the satirical aspect of the like the violence in this is kind of the point yeah. like this is supposed to be the the we're so friend of the first RoboCop like the dark future that's right. uh, dystopian where it's like all corporate and that's why AKA the villain Detroit. doesn't even have yeah and it doesn't yeah. even have a name the the lead mm-hmm. villain's name old man that's the Dick, <laughs> the lead villain Dick Jones <laughs> yeah Shout like out that's to Dick like, Jones. The, and actually, we don't even know he's really the villain yet in in the first RoboCop. You got to watch part two to, and three to really get that. But like all the little commercials and stuff with the pepper in, it's all trying to, yeah, it's all trying to give this Cameron, sense of like, oh, it's sunny and happy, but there's yeah. horrible gore happening, like buckets of blood. So I to me, it's like the the contrast is different. Terminator is like, okay. yeah, there's blood and gore, but I'm expecting blood and gore here. It, it doesn't feel right. as shocking to me. So RoboCop is like you would definitely say one of your Maybe not Pantheon films, but certainly one of your favorites. Top not five for me, yes. Okay. Of all, not just that era. All time. Of all time. All wow. Time. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, See, and now, so- okay, like, I want to jump on that because I don't think that's a – and I'm not saying you're saying this, Ryan, but, like, having watched it, it's not, like, something that I would see and be like, how is that in your top five movies? No, like, I would never judge that. It's a movie that, that I could yeah. totally understand. Like, okay, I can see how somebody would really enjoy this. I think maybe I just went in with a. My expectations were very high. My expectations I, were high watching it. Yes, I was going in expecting a movie which, They're to like, my level, we expected something more a good movie. I expected something like more along the lines of like <laughs> Terminator or something yeah. like that. Like I, okay. that's the type yeah. of sci-fi film I was expecting. Whereas, like I said, I feel like what I got was more of like a oh, this is almost like a B movie type sci-fi film, which yes. I don't yeah. necessarily think is a bad thing. Yeah, no, and like I, I'm not arguing that it's the better movie of other stuff. It's just my it's one it's my right. favorite movie. Like mm-hmm. we talked about, I forgot when we talked about this. Uh, like Heath and I were talking about like wrap up of 2021, and we're like, right, oh, right. Squid Game. You know, is that, is that in anyone's top blank? And we're like, it's great, but I I don't like it as much mm-hmm. as you know other things. You know, it's just that's how I am with RoboCop. I it's not a better yeah. movie than other stuff, but I just it caught me and it hooked me in such a such way. I just I love all the little aspects of it, which all the parts that are good for RoboCop, a lot of it's the charm. And when you strip all that charm out, I feel like is what mm-hmm. you get for twenty fourteen Robocop. Okay. No, that's a good point. So I have a question. I, I definitely agree, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. You're fine, go ahead. So in the original Robocop is there a Samuel L. Jackson character? There's nah, a not no. really, no. There's a newscaster, not like really. casters. There's like yeah. a constant juxtaposition like news type stuff that they pepper in. There's no like prop that. there's like that no like propaganda it. spreader, yeah. Uh yeah, that, I didn't like that. That so weird worked, character. Um, yeah. I worked at the movie yeah. theater when this movie was out in theaters. And I remember walking into Robocop, because he's the end of the movie every single time. I'm like, huh. 
Samuel L. Jackson's in this. I didn't know how how much he was in this. Didn't so like need what to be. His role was yeah. There's no need. Um, but like, because the end is when he says like the you know, like mf or or whatever, and I'm like, huh? They got him in here to do their do his line. Like I said, watching this movie, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize he was in it consistently. It's very I mean, weird. He's not though. Weird. Definitely a he's role. He's not that really didn't in it consistently. <clears throat> Well, throughout the film, he's has little scenes. Yeah. He's more than a cameo. Okay, yeah, sure, more than yeah. a cameo. Definitely more than a cameo. What's the he pops weirdest... He pops like five times. All right, random question. What is the most unexpected time Samuel L. Jackson showed up in the movie for you? Uh, it's kind of meta, but I'll say coming to America. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. It's meta, that's... though, because it's <laughs> probably his yeah. first War. appearance in a movie. Which yeah, one, it's Joel? literally his Infinity first War? role. Infinity War. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean and keep. I was going to say, actually, the Iron Man in the post credit scene. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's a great one, too. So. That was huge. Did you know, I didn't mm-hmm. know that scene existed until I bought the DVD. Like, I think I watched it oh, twice. Oh, you didn't see... What? <laughs> yeah. This was before, <laughs> yeah. like, it was such a common I... thing. You didn't... Yeah, right. We didn't know. When I was in high school, somebody saw it before, because I was like, oh, okay, Iron Man. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that one eventually. And I know somebody that went and saw it, like, opening night, and he was like, dude, you have to stay through the credits. I was like, stay through the credits? What? Why would I <laughs> yeah, do right? that? What's the point? <laughs> and now, now, I, now I just yell at people that leave early, so... Um, but yeah, I'd say, Ryan's I'd say like, Iron Man. Cameron, screw all the people who worked on this movie. I got somewhere to go. Exactly. Yep. I um, say that all the time. Did any of you guys watch? I can't imagine anyone did. I had to be the only one who watched this dumbass movie. Um, actually, I really liked it, but it was dumbass. Um, <laughs> anyone watch the Tarzan with Alexander Skarsgård? No. no. Hell no. Samuel Jackson. Margot Robbie in was in movie. it. That was a soft sell. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's in that movie, and his first scene, he's dual wielding pistols, and you're like, "What?" It's a good time. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm not expecting that at all. That movie's got Christoph so, Waltz in it. It's great. So to tie us back it. to RoboCop, I've actually been working on an impression. Do you guys want to hear it? Yes. Yes. Of course. Always. General Live, you're coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Spot on. That was really spot on. Holy crap! It's really impressive. Yeah, I'm working it's on like, it pinching your vocal cords or it's really it's using yeah because like most people have one vocal cord i have two and i just kind of vibrate them together it's <laughs> mm. chorus you know now we know where they always tell us not to smoke in school so smoking <laughs> is cool yeah you know it's, it takes a lot of effort hard work um i don't know what so... you're making fun of my voice <laughs> <laughs> Are you done over there? You, what are you saying over there? What's going on? I ain't you, saying you're, you're, over, you're over there munching on wieners, not paying attention, and then you just come in off the top I rope like we're making fun of you. I was paying attention. I was hungry. So I've got a question for okay. you guys. Let's get this back on track. Uh, why? See, this is why Ryan was the good enough host when he was on our show to help trying to ring us back. I'm going to try to reciprocate I did. It's that. true. I appreciate uh, How do you that. guys feel about like remakes in in general like what do you think are the like the right mentalities oh, to do it what let do you me think of like, let me go ahead let me jump in on this one here oh, um, yeah. oh yeah i have no problem with people remaking films for the sole reason that if it's bad you still have the original um like i don't like i did not like the lion king remake that came out in 2019 and I watch it, and I don't enjoy it, and it upsets me. It has no bearing whatsoever on the original one for me, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. 
Um, and yeah, like I'm also of the camp, like I don't need you to remake a film that I love. I'd rather just see some original ideas. That's, yeah. um, I think that's a huge issue that we have out here in Hollywood. Um, but it goes along the lines of something I've said all along. If you don't want to see something, just don't watch it. Like if you, if you're a massive RoboCop fan and you don't, and you're worried about the new one being bad and you don't want to tarnish your feelings towards it, just don't see it. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like, it's like both, both sides of the coin, honestly. Like it's tough. Like I get why people do it, but I don't, I don't need them to do it. I don't know. It's, that's fair. It's that's hard. Fair. I, I would well, say yeah. like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna remake something, it should be something that's like, was a long time ago. Like not like, what was this one? 87 to 2014. I will mm-hmm. plus the two sequels in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so in yeah, a I'd show, say, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There was a show. I agree um, with you. I think I'm also. I don't think there's ever you know a blanket. No, don't remake anything. I don't agree right. with that at all. And I think that there's. I almost take it as kind of an honor per se. Like if they're like, oh, they're remaking this. I'm like, well, that means they see the value in RoboCop, mm-hmm. and they think yeah. that there's something more they can do with it. I personally, I I will say on a positive note, I appreciate them for doing something different with it. Yeah, because I don't like the, I don't like the remakes that are just like basically we redid the movie again. Yeah, 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 shot for shots already a terrible idea, but even just the basic idea was Mm -hmm. like we're redoing it. Why are you expecting to make it better? Are you expecting like what is the the goal? What's the goal? Yeah, a lot of these remakes. And so I appreciate them for this the reimagining. I'll always pick the reimagining over any other kind of remake because I think it's you know the idea of RoboCop. There's stuff you can do with it. That is a positive with this with this new this new one is that they like you said they didn't just redo it they made a lot of changes, um, like the general premise is the same. Yeah, it's a how completely we get, do, how... different movie, completely new movie. Honestly, <laughs> I had never seen it before. Oh it feels God. like we have Darren on the show still. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think I it's very similar to what Ryan said. I don't mind remakes there are a lot of times where they're like oh they're remaking this and I, i'll be like why like it yeah, annoys why? me but to the same like vein it's like i don't have to see it you know like i don't mm-hmm. have to watch it i didn't watch lion king until we did it on the show you know it's just like i'm not i don't need to see this you yeah. know we don't need um, to. that said i do agree like i prefer a reimagining as opposed to like Vince Vaughn Psycho, where it's just like, here, we're going to do the same movie again. Yeah, yeah um, that's a that's a tough one, yeah. Something I do really enjoy, though, and this goes along with my favorite movie. Pickle-flavored cotton candy. Is, yes, is continuing a series <laughs> or, like, taking a series and like moving candy it man? into the future, right? So, like, I didn't see the new Ghostbusters, but, like, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it is taking oh, it's great. what Ghostbusters was. No, it's not. Yeah, that movie's a- great. I it was starting a new. <laughs> this on the wrong side of this one. That, it's right? a good movie. No, absolutely not. That movie's dude. great. Oh so my like, god! So like Jurassic World for me. Like, I'll have my opinions about Jurassic World, and we know I have opinions on Fallen Kingdom. But mm-hmm. it was nice because it was like, okay, they're not just saying like, oh, we're going to remake Jurassic Park. It's like, no, now we're seeing what's the park like if it really opened. Like here, we're which is which is something we always idea. we always wanted to see that. Right. So. It's like here's this general idea, these these characters and ideas that you like, and and basic backstory of something you really like and then we're going to take that and build something off of that you know so i enjoy mm-hmm. stuff like that when that's the situation but all that is all that said there are also those franchises where i'm like you better not ever touch this 
you know yeah so one of them being over ryan's shoulder which we all know the situation with that yeah um, there, that thing, that movie, that movie's getting made within three years after the, Zemeckis croaks. after he dies. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be really sad. Um, so yeah, well, I guess like, like why do like that though? Like, like I get that like financial reason why because like the marketing is nothing because the name carries all mm-hmm. the marketing that you need. Right. I get that from a business standpoint, but say you're gonna try to remake Back to the Future. What is your like? What if we like? Do you think your idea is gonna be better? What is like? I just don't understand. That's for those kinds of movies, and like I just mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, you know, perfect example okay. with uh, with West Side Story. West Side Story. Yeah, he's like, I can do it, you know, not disrespectfully, but I could do it better, you know, with my mm-hmm. yeah. with my vision. I get not to step on the old, the classic because it's classic for a reason. But he's like, I think I could do it in a way that will make the story even that much better. I and I think he nailed it. That kind and of some, thing. Something unfortunate that we're going through right now too is. I feel like, and I could be wrong here because I can't relate, but I feel like maybe a generation or two after us lacks nostalgia, right? There's no, there's no major sense of nostalgia for these younger generations, okay? Because everything's mm-hmm. moving forward so fast for them that there's really no time to like reminisce on these other things. So like for us, when I watch a movie like Back to the Future, I didn't live through the 80s. I didn't live through the 50s, right? Yeah. But... I get this nostalgia with those movies of that time of the eighties and stuff like that. So that being said, I feel like a lot of remakes that are happening these days are trying very hard to relate to modern audiences because of the fact that a movie like back to the future now is what 40 years in the past, right? Compared to like when we were watching it, Mm -hmm. it was only like 20 years in the past, 15 years in the past Mm -hmm. for us. Right. So we, we relate to it a bit better. Whereas younger audiences, a kid that was born in 2015, you try to show them Back to the Future. There, there's a lot there that they're going to disconnect seven. with. You know, they're you're right. They are seven. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I forget what year we're in. Um, but even better. Okay, even better. A seven year old more makes more sense to watch Back to the Future. There's way less they're going to connect with there because they don't understand like any of that. You know, that's a whole yeah. different world to them. And so I think, unfortunately, these days, a lot of the remakes that we're getting are kind of hinged on that. Like, okay, well, let's take Back to the Future, but set it in modern day. Or let's take, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and, and mm-hmm. set it in modern day. And then you get Euphoria, mm-hmm. you know? And you're losing yeah, but the problem, okay, you're losing right. the charm then of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, no, I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree with that. Like with, with this RoboCop movie, with the 80s part of it, that idea of like the 80s version of what the future was with the weird bulky suits and the f- like giant guns and stuff. Like it's, it's, a, it's a certain type of, of, of charm that is it's an idealistic charm almost where they're like that's what the future is going to look like back in the 80s versus now in this 2014 RoboCop, it's like kind of the future, kind of not the future. So it's like when is this even kind of taking place? And it's like what, what, like your your version, like your take on it is very centered and grounded. And it's like why do that with something that is built on charm? It's a dumb idea. And so you're trying to make a dumb idea, a RoboCop, like it's such a dumb idea, and trying to make that into something that's like pol- like an iPhone version, basically. Mm-hmm. Where it's like let's polish it, you know, make it smooth and compact. And it just again, you you cut that's- all the parts that are cool. It's actually a great point because if you watch like, the original RoboCop, that seems so ridiculous and far out there. When you watch this movie, it's like this is kind of like possible, very, very possible. I can see this happening in our future. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a very different mentality. It's kind of like there's going to be a very far out there, I, I think, comparison. But it's like Marvel versus DC, right? 
when the Marvel films first started coming out, they weren't as rooted in reality as like the DC films we've been seeing at the time. You look at something like, let's say Thor, right? And you compare mm-hmm. that to the Dark Knight, like Thor feels like a comic book superhero movie. We watch mm-hmm. the Dark Knight and it's like, oh no, this is supposed to be something that it's like, oh, this could actually be happening right now in this city. If, if Gotham City sure. were a real place, these are things that could truly be happening. And I feel like that's more of the feel of this new one is like, yeah, this is something that could really be taking place. Like this is supposed to feel not out there and not fake and comic booky. Whereas the mm. original one does have that feel and that sort of appeal to it of like, oh yeah, this is kind of hokey and like, there's no way they do that. And that this doesn't make any sense, but we're going to look past that. This modern one, it's more of a like, no, like this is a real scenario. Like we could do this if we really wanted to. And I and think I that like that's definitely mistake, can take away though. from it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because now it's just it becomes forgettable almost. Because like I, honest to God, I and Heath and I saw this back in 2014. I ha- I barely thought about it, and I could not recall anything from the movie except for the scene where they reveal his body. Well, that was the yep. only part that actually like stood out to me from this movie. And like it was it's gross. I wanted him to turn it off. <laughs> well, he did too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like even with the star-studded cast, I, like, this is my second time watching the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, Gary Oldman was in this movie." I'm like, "How did I forget that?" Mm-hmm. It's just so bland. Like that's th- this movie is. I argue it's bad not because it's bad, but because it's so completely safe by the book. A five, you know, between one and ten, it is so. It doesn't take any boring. risks. Yeah. Yeah, there is really, no, no swing with this movie well, at all. As opposed to that old RoboCop, where it's there's body horror in it. Yeah, there's like a like yeah, I sent Cameron so, a clip to to get an idea yeah. of the violence. The acid, but that yeah, stays with you forever because there's so much. It's Paul Verhoeven, and so I there's was just shocked. So there's so <laughs> much of that. Schwarzenegger saw that movie and called up Paul Verhoeven, was like, "I want to be in your next one," and then they got Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Like that's <laughs> yeah. how this works. You make Heath, that kind of chance that you take that swing, you know? Heath, I'm curious. You guys saw this together. Obviously, you have pretty different views on it. So going into this viewing of it, were you going in, especially knowing you were coming on the show, were you going in maybe trying to be a little more cynical with it? Or did you go in as open-minded as you did the first time? Sort of like, like what was your viewing process like this time around? I was clearly more, more open-minded this time, for sure. Because going in the first time in theaters, I had so many hypes and, and so much expectations going into it thinking like this is gonna be a great movie just like the original they're gonna take everything that i loved about that movie and do it 10 times better this time i was just like i'm just gonna watch it i know it's not great i know it's not perfect and i went there with zero expectations and because of that i think it made my experience a lot better much more manageable i didn't compare it to the original i was just like this is its own thing mm-hmm. I, I just didn't have all those those weird ties to the original and all that nostalgia to, for myself because i also like aj truly love the original robocop a lot and I think we even watched it together leading up to the theaters. I think all those things combined really made our experience complete shit and why we were just like crapping on this movie the whole time. Well, now just like, yeah, it's a movie. It's, it's just there. It didn't focus on the nostalgia. It didn't try to just do the same thing over again. It at least tried something different. It achieved something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all should have known go going back. Go, go ahead, AJ. I, I don't want to keep jumping in crap on it. I'll, I'll save this last bit of piece for me. Uh, I actually, I enjoyed watching some of this at a time, especially when I let go of what RoboCop is to me. And what's funny is my frustration with it comes, uh, by the third act, I was completely frustrated, but it's when the movie's over and you're left with, what did I get from this movie? That's where most of my frustration and most of my problems come with it. Because I'm like, I just watched a generic action movie with 
yeah. no staying power at all. Which That's is shocking because you feel like with this kind of movie, it would we'd have part four at this point or whatever. And no, they let it go too because they're like, wow, this did not perform. Well, when you say it was a generic action movie, I mean, that's kind of obviously I have no connection to the previous one. That's why I watched it. I was like, yeah, that was fine. You know, I mean, that's fair. It's, it's nothing, you know, and again, it's not like I have connection to the past and I'm like, oh man, they're my favorite movie. They're remaking it. I can't wait to see it. But as someone who came from the outside, as someone that didn't have any experience, um, just like how I saw the Matrix Resurrections and was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Uh, this one I saw, I was like, yeah, it was all right. You know, <laughs> it was it was super on the nose, beat you over the head with its moral and message, which is fine, I guess. But I just thought it was I thought it was all right. It was a movie where I feel like if I watched it with my dad, it would have been like a cool movie and we'd be like, Oh yeah, that was you know worth going to the theater and seeing, and it, it wasn't great by any means. But I also think it was a fine action movie. Samuel L. Jackson's character pissed me off; it was so over the top. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, no, especially considering the world we're in right now, what that yeah. character was, he's it's um, yeah, he's very yeah, mm-hmm. very eye opening. Um, well, we've kind of aired a little couple of the reasons why we don't really love what this movie did but there's a lot of behind the scenes reasons as to why maybe this movie didn't perform as well as it should have and i'd love to discuss that after we come back from a word from our sponsor so when robocop came out in 2014 you don't really learn a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes around the time period it's just become much more prevalent in today's age like the social social media age boom that we're in where you find out a lot of dirty laundry about a film's production is usually now as it's getting made, but even back then it can tended to come out after the film was made. And if you look at some of the information that I dug up today, I don't think any of us would be surprised as to why this movie maybe didn't hit. One of the biggest issues that plagues the film industry today is heavy studio involvement. And what I mean by that is you bring on a director for a project and either they have, it it could go either way, either they have a script that they're presenting to you or you have a script and they're pitching their vision of the script to you. But either way, when you bring a director in, it is expected that they are going to be able to have their reins on the project. So when a studio, and in this case, Sony Pictures bring brought in, I want to make sure I say this name right. Jose Padilla? Is that P- I, I is it Padilla? Yeah, sure. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, he spells it a little differently than normal. Uh, he's a Brazilian director, though. Um, so when you bring Jose Padilla in, who really hadn't done a ton of work, especially in the States at that time, he's picked, up, picked it up a lot recently with some of his projects, a lot of TV side, but some good stuff. Um, when you bring him in, you expect that he's going to have – a pretty good say in what's going to happen in this film. And that just was not the case with RoboCop. Sony had their hands all over this project to the point that according to Padilla, uh, when he would have like 10 ideas for the story to pitch to the executives, they would maybe select one. So they would just, it got as bad. It got so bad that, um, he would confide in like another uh, fellow Brazilian director, Fernando Mirielles, uh, one of another. I don't know what's in his work, but he, they were friends. He would confide in him and tell him just how frustrating 
it is to just have a lack of creative control with a film. Uh, Padilla going as far to say is making this movie was the worst experience of his life. Jesus. Wow. So, so like when you when you talk about films not being good, a lot of the times you usually br- blame the director. I know us on this show mm-hmm. we've we've fallen victim of that without maybe knowing some of the things that go on behind the scenes. But now that we know some of this stuff, you can see right away why this film just misses on all of the key things we've touched on so far. It doesn't have any heart. It doesn't really do anything all that special with the changes that it made from the original. And now we yeah. know why. Because I believe Sony that 100%, just, dude. Yeah, it, you can, once I read that, I could see it in the movie. I was like, oh, It okay, feels like a movie it. made by committee. It's just unoffensive. That's fair. Let's yeah. just bare bones. Let's just make a and that, right. Yeah. That's and that's why... Like. That's why when Padilla and the lead, Joel Kinnaman, wanted to do the R rating for this one, they were shot down. Just completely that shot is a down. Fundamental step one mistake. Yeah, right. Sure. Because with everything we've said about the original, like, we want to stress this to everybody listening. That is a full blooded R rated movie in every sense of the word. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So, so I just don't see how you can how you can watch the original one and think, Hey, let's tone it down. That's what's going to work. Um, so once I knew that, it's just so obvious that the studio fucked this one up. So what's the reason that's kind of, like, why do studios get involved that? Heavily? So like, what's the reason? Here's a big, there's a big reason for this. One. A lot of times it's budget concerns. Um, you think so? Yeah. If, or if it would, feels yeah. like the directors, if the director is starting to encroach over the budget that they agreed to at the beginning of the project, mm-hmm. the studio will tend to set, send people in and figure out maybe where they can cut costs going forward. Like for this one, um, the original was budget was $60 million. million. Oh, it was God, originally really? 60. It was really 60 and they kept going over budget where they got to a hundred. Um, and they figured that in order to make up that money, they had to bump the rating down to PG 13 in order to make some of that money back. So that's usually I, I, that's usually I get why the they idea do that. But behind that, but then that's it's you imagine doing that with De- uh, with Deadpool, like it's you right. realize and, at that point the R is what's going to bring them in. Like, yeah, and that's a big discussion with Dead, and yeah. that's a big discussion with Deadpool now when he comes into the MCU with Disney now. Like people are worried, like are they just going to nerf him? Essentially, it's a big, it's a big issue that people are talking about, and you see it with this movie. Like when a movie is so inherently at its core built to be an R rated film, just leave it alone. It, we have to stop mm. pretending like people are movies because they do. Most of the movies that are at the awards season are R rated films like, and they're not mm. R rated for, you know, excessive violence or nudity or things like that. It's just like the story that we're telling is an R rated story. And that's how we can best get the point across. This is one of those cases I feel like with RoboCop and that's why they dropped the ball. But knowing some of that information, is there anything in the movie in particular that you guys saw that makes you think like, hey, I wonder maybe the studio is part of the reason why this happened? His death. I think RoboCop's death. Is, oh, yeah. That was yes. a victim. Yeah. Because yeah, they're absolutely. like, okay, fine. sucked. It's yeah, lame. Like, fine. It's so lame. It's PG thir- How far can we push the PG-13? I'm like, barely, I guess? Like TV yeah. show type violence? Like, like I would I mean, see that you- on, you know, whatever on TV, like basic. Animals. We've seen car explosions in so many different me- media and we just see people usually just get right up. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. like he, like he was, he was right next to the car door when it exploded and he just got knocked back. What? Like five feet, maybe. Yeah. Like there was think nothing about, to it. Like, he, sh- he should have been relatively fine. Think about the explosion, the car explosion in the dark night. 
Okay. Yeah. You see that happen. Yeah. You don't see her at all. And you instantly are like, oh, my God. Like, she is just, a, yeah, just, like, done. Yeah, we like, literally can see his body in this one, and it somehow yeah. looks, like, nowhere near as graphic. You know, it's 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 like one of those things is, like, show less, you know, showing less tells a little bit more. And it's like, I would almost have preferred he had been in the car. You know, like, right. don't have what's well, happened at his house. Put him in the car and then just destroy because then it's like we're not yeah. killing him we're just messing yeah. up this yeah. car just obliterate that car and then we can and infer. something i know something i noticed that the car is like all the way into the driveway right next to the house and it causes the no damage no to damage. the house whatsoever yeah, nothing like they don't even the, blow out a window the, the, like, the cameras that are there recording everything don't like <laughs> melt or anything like that like everything's yeah, no, like, just little fine. feedback yeah. shock from it it's yeah. just so such right a, that's a huge beef i have with this movie which i know we're gonna get to in a bit but this movie feels limp on the guns, the explosions, like the ED two oh nine, the ED two oh nines. Like it's just so limp. And for an action movie, it's like okay, well at least give me some fun explosions and pops. Mm. But it's all just flashes and barely noise. Like there's just no punch behind any of the the effects of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not to jump ahead, but like on that same point, like when we see him do that, like real world test where it's him versus mm-hmm. whatever the dude's name is uh rorschach mm-hmm. when they're going against each other there and he's fighting off all the other robots trying to get to him there's not even like anything exciting about that because he literally is just like walking straight and just like bap, 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 just like shooting all these other like robots and it's like no like i want to see him like doing stuff like not to bring this in like bit wise but imagine this robocop film with more of the stunt work of like a john wick type movie you know, like that's yeah. more of what I'm expecting when when I'm watching something like this, and you don't really get that. Yeah, when he's a robot, I'm you would think lean into that style where it's mm-hmm. just extreme precision, and what can you do with a robot that you can't do with a human? And it's just like a like aimbot type thing mm-hmm. where he's just going nuts and just dropping dudes. Instead, it's just it's just boring and it's just generic and it's safe and it's just none of it is like i remember that action scene i can't recall i think i recall one move where he grabs a robot and like breaks its neck and i'm like well that was kind of mm-hmm. cool and that was yeah. all i remember from that whole action set yeah like in the first one that that one or there's those two guys that are like harassing that girl and he oh, shoots dude. through the girl's legs like through her dress shoots yep. his yeah. freaking dick off yeah that's mm-hmm. robocop like, that's, right that there is, that like right there like that's the kind of stuff that this movie should have had you know and right. it's like it doesn't again we don't need it to be a, a copy but like you're saying if if this man is half robot not even half like most of him is robot and they even pro- reprogram him to be more robotic why mm-hmm. are we not getting more things like that the closest thing we get to that is when he's in the simulation and the person's holding the kid and he just kind of like pop, pop, pop. And that's it. Like we, I want to see that real world. Yeah. Well, dude, in RoboCop two, they do some cool stuff where he starts using uh, trajectory stuff. So he like looks at the wall and you see the math happen, mm-hmm. shoots the wall and it ricochets and it hits the guy off the yeah. back of the head. Give me that here. We can go nuts with the, with the effects. Now I was, I was, I couldn't recall, but I'm like, maybe he does that a few times. Like give me a, the same situation where it's a guy, you know, with a girl and he's like, has her hostage. And then RoboCop looks at all the geometry of the room and then does a crazy shot because he's a robot. That's how he's able to do it. And then it hits the guy in the back of the head. I mean, even None in the of original, that. when the, that one dude's holding the mayor hostage and he 
rips through the wall and pulls him back. Like that's so sick, you know. Yeah, and that's looking good. at the like, body heat. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's like because he's a robot, he has this ability. I, I in the first Iron Man when he shoots those missiles out of his shoulders and it like only hits the terrorists. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I want to see when this man is half cyborg. Exactly. And that's yeah, that's my big beef. Again, that's just my big beef is like all this potential of like you don't want to do the original Robocop, fine, but you don't even do anything cool with what we have today. Yeah. Well, yeah, did you guys as you said think that, Ryan, that there was, I believe did, it. Yeah. Did you guys think that there was anything in this one that they did that you preferred to the original one? Because I had two things that kind of tie in together, um, being that I liked that he Murphy had his consciousness at the early part of the movie, as mm-hmm. opposed to in the first one where he's just pure robot right at the start. Right. But the one that I appreciated the most is that the wife and the son are actually still a that's part my of biggest his life. thing that I, I actually i agree with you as well actually when i finished watching the first one i was that was the biggest thing that i was missing was i was like why yeah is it like he dies and it's like oh well by the way your wife and and kid are have moved on they're with a different it's like they're no just gone, that's yeah that's terrible like you we even barely get anything on that like he's like depressed for like a little bit and then he just moves mm. on because he's like <laughs> super robotic it's like no in this one there's this not to use this in such a cheesy way, but like there's a little bit more heart to the character because of the fact that he still has this thing that he's fighting for. Like, like that yeah. scene, I didn't cry or anything and it didn't break me that much, but like that scene where he goes and sees them again for the first time and the yeah, son is like sure. scared to talk to him. Yeah. Like that's pretty powerful, you know, granted, did they do as mm-hmm. much with it as they could have? No, but like, that's no. really powerful. It's like, it's me. Like I'm your dad. And like the kid doesn't want to talk to him. You know, the wife kind of embraces him at first. She's a little timid, you could tell, but she still embraces him. But the son, it's like, we saw how much he cared for his son earlier in the movie. And then mm-hmm. we see this moment where the son almost wants nothing to do with him. And it's like, yeah, like that. this is the kind of stuff that I missed in that first one. And I, I'd say they did okay with it in this in this newer version. Like, I think they definitely could have done more with it. I would have liked to see them be put in more danger. Um, yeah, I think it was but, just a good idea that wasn't executed properly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's where it sits. Um, what about you guys? I, Anything I else? Or, yeah, go, go, no, go for it. Yeah, Heath? Unfortunately, i got to echo you a little bit because I feel like that whole dynamic of him with his family felt really, really powerful compared to the first one. And I really like how mm-hmm. like just like the small things where the, the wife was like, he's had nightmares ever since he's seen you. Like, he just can't mm-hmm. think of it. And also, he saw him die. Like he saw His son saw him yeah. get hurt. yeah. Right, it was right in front also, of them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's terrifying to think about that aspect of it. And also, like, Ryan was saying, where it's like, it goes from, like, his consciousness to, like, they make him robotic, and he just, like, ignores his family, and he kind of breaks yeah. that code. And I like how they're kind of hinting at, like, what is it, his soul? It's whatever makes you human is what broke it. I mm-hmm. like that, that aspect for sure. Yeah, they lean heavily into um, the element of, like, he's still in there. Yeah. Like, they don't oh, yeah. dance around mm-hmm. with Which that. Like, like. like, yeah, like, Murphy is still, like, they even said, like, Gary Oldman's character's like, He's in control when, like, he's just doing his normal life stuff the best that he can. It's just when he is in the line of duty and the visor, visor goes down. Right. When the visor yeah. drops, he lose, he's just along for the ride, which I think is a better concept than just, like, completely wiping the human out of the mm-hmm. element. Because then, then he doesn't feel like Robo... He doesn't feel like RoboCop if he's just acting like a regular robot. So I think it, I think it certainly helped the character that they were going for with that. Um, Cameron, so as someone who hasn't seen the original one, is there something in this movie that just overall, when you look back on, I know you said you 
you kind of liked it or didn't mind it. What was something that really spoke to you in terms of like being enjoyable in this film? Yeah, well, you guys kind of touched on it a little bit. Like, I didn't know that they didn't have the um, that. It sounds like he was just RoboCop, full on RoboCop the entire time. And so, um, in the original, and so this one, I did kind of. I I thought that like the way that they did, like he had his. Um, you know, he had his conscious, you know, he was with his family, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, when he comes out and sees the family for the, um, and after the consciousness is gone, the kid and the mom are like, what, what is, you know, it like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like, it's like, oh man, that's so emotional, but it does hit some, you know, mm-hmm. some bit there that is, you know, maybe a little more effective than what we see in a lot of action movies that try to be um emotional like uh, i might get i might get um i might get tagged for this one but like in james bond the newest james bond with like the whole story don't spoil it for me yet i haven't seen it yet okay so never mind but (laughs) (laughs) good call i mean well never mind i was gonna say you can talk general, but please don't spoil it. No, it doesn't no work with Skyfall. I think I know what he's talking about. It's specific to No Time to Die. Yeah, so I, I, I think I know um, what he's talking about. But like the, this is – this uh, this uh, the emotions in the wife, the wife and the family story I do actually think was done relatively well. Mm-hmm. So that's something I, you know, I liked about it. And I – yeah. Yeah, I. This was a very like for me. This is a very generic kind of turn brain off, watch movie, enjoy. Like I yeah. said, I was working while watching it, and it's not. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I mean, it's not like Transformers, the you know the newer Transformers where they're just like absolutely garbage. And I even like having it on my phone <laughs> sucks. It's like okay, you know, they're talking about you know they got the senator and they got. It's kind of like it kind of seemed like a paint by numbers kind of like technology bad movie you know yeah i i agree with you and i think that's a negative frankly yeah sure definitely and i'm not i'm not saying that as a positive at all um you know it kind of feels like maybe a longer episode of like a black mirror of like black mirror um i mean they have the episodes um isn't there an episode with like a robocop or something a robo dog uh yeah the robo dog's an episode yeah. No, so th- this 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 movie is like if uh, you did Black Mirror Bandersnatch, but instead of you getting to pick the outcome, the studio just picked the wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. I will defend Bandersnatch to, to the end a, of my days. You get to watch an no, Bandersnatch. I'm saying ba- no, I'm saying Bandersnatch is good. Yeah, I'm saying Bandersnatch is good. Yeah. But this is what you would get if somebody Man. that didn't know what they were doing was making the choices. Bandersnatch is one of oh, man. I, I understand that everyone's experience of that is going to be very different. It's a choose your ex- adventure. So yeah, it's, it's if the it point. sucks, yeah. you picked bad. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I remember I was blown. <laughs> I was blown away. By that it's movie. your fault if our movie's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, to, to, piggyback off, to piggyback off Cameron with the, I yeah. agree. I think the family thing is a great aspect to add to this because that's, that is something that they touch up on again in RoboCop two. They go, revisit the family but as far as robocop one isolated they dropped the family quickly i appreciate for the story they were telling because that is the man is gone as far as the first robocop goes i yeah. like the struggle i think it's interesting in this movie i like gary Gold gary oldman's role 
in the movie. I don't like I, there's aspects of the character I don't really like. There's stuff that goes wrong, but I having the scientist guy I think was is a bene, it's a better RoboCop story to have that guy who's like, you know, able to tweak all the little chemical stuff. I just that's a good tool to have in your movie. Uh and I liked I liked having more of a human RoboCop. I think there's a good medium yes. between o- OG and this one where yeah. that's a it's a it dips into a complaint where it's too much human to me where it's like, okay, well, now he gets all the benefits of human and all the benefits of robot. Where's the the conflict here? Mm-hmm. And that's when they started dipping into it a little bit. I'm like, okay, now let's get more interesting there. Let's take like I think that having him I mean, this this does dip into a bad. Just having him magically overcome it to me was inexcusably lazy, and I hated it. That was a huge mm. negative thing for me. But I think having the 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 idea of the problem I thought was a great uh, a great plot point and a great problem to overcome for for this. So I think it presented cool ideas that I, again I, I love as a fresh take on RoboCop. You know, there are great bits and pieces for this. He solved his own murder. That's great. Mm-hmm. His wife and son want a relationship with them, and they're being blackballed, or you know, they're getting kept out by the company. Okay, sure, that's cool. You know, he's the 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 this, the man in the machine. You know, he's still crawling out despite them lowering lowering all his levels and stuff. Good ideas. So there's it's peppered with wonderful ideas in this movie. It's just every single solution or like the way they solve every single one of those problems is boring and forgettable. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. We keep like guys... oh no, go ahead, Heath. Go ahead. We keep like skirting it, like almost hitting on it, but it's not. I feel like it's important to also recognize that this movie felt like Cameron said, like humans versus technology, while the OG felt like humans versus capitalism. And uh, sure, I just yeah, they're the tackling difference... different different monsters. It's very different, yeah. Things I feel like the capitalism had like much more relevancy and much more charm than this movie did. And this movie felt like an action movie about technology and robots, and that's cool. Let's fight robots. But they didn't even have a yeah. I agree. But what's the take? What's the What's you know Technology like what's the bat lesson? At the end. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's said, bad. But it also saved this man's life. <laughs> like what's? That's yeah, fair. Like, yeah, but there's no nuance to it. Like in the OG RoboCop, literally OCP Omnic- uh, Omnicore Products owns the police. They own the police in Detroit. Yeah, correct. Like that's not like a CD underground thing. Their names are on the buildings. They own the police. So that's how that kind of thing works. Why it's so shady? That's interesting. That corporation literally owns law enforcement. In this one, he's having a pro. Uh, Michael Keaton's having a problem getting his law through legislature, like that's. Yeah, it's, I just think the issue it's here is like, a, what's the limit? Like, how far can we take technology before it becomes not beneficial? I guess, which is just a very dark, different argument. And I way prefer the capitalism uh, aspect. Yeah, just because sure. you can go crazier with it, go crazier oh, yeah. with the whole technology bad. Because then, what's the bad takeaway of of the technology in this? Like technology bad. Okay, well, what was the bad that technology did in this movie? That's that's actually um, a big point. Nothing. Like, why did we not see like when the when the law passed like initially mm-hmm. when after they after they revote and whatever? Why can't I think of the freaking term? Veto. When the huh? Uh, Revoked or whatever they repealed. Whatever. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They re- they repealed that law. Why didn't I, I was hoping and I thought they were going to instantly like. Just deploy the, all these other machines draw, yeah which that's what i wanted was now you have this this new thing that he has to get over which is now there are these other machines out there that do not have a human element to them that he now has to combat against it yes. doesn't necessarily mean it has to be this big moment of him fighting off 50 robots necessarily but even if there's just like 
a handful out there and we see one of those now commit a murder right like straight up just murder it it makes a mistake it kills the wrong person or something and now he's having to combat against that like i think there's Mm -hmm. a better story there in terms of like taking the technology too far type thing but we never get any of that we never get to see the technology being taken too far because really where most of the technology is implemented is one overseas or two at their on u.s soil it's in their facilities like literally the only time he's fighting the ed 209s is in the facilities you know as opposed to combating them in the street somewhere which i i would have much preferred to see it's a good point exactly like what was the what was the bad there was no like as i was going through this movie i'm like what is the the big antagonist here like and again and for cameron and people haven't seen it in the original robocop the corporate like there are uh, like the laws i forgot what they what they call it in the robocop thing he has like orders that are in his brain of like protect the peace uh you know serve this this and that and then there's a crazy one that's uh redacted they can't read it and it's it's basically it's the red flag or whatever thing that's in this movie where you can't uh arrest or attack people employees of omnicore like that's a cool thing to have and like it's kind of wishy-washy touched up touched up on here where it's like why not just have that rule in placement that way it makes the bad guys that much more evil like Michael Keaton, what's he's supposed to be this big bad who's pushing for robots and stuff, but it's yeah. like he's not doing anything that really bad. Right. Yeah, it, it, these these p these people that are supposed to be your villains, they're they are your antagonists to the point where they just antagonize you just for shits and giggles, basically more than anything else. <laughs> like yeah. they're Make not this human act- faster. Like, I'm like, yeah, like Jackie okay. Earl Haley, his entire thing in this movie is like, I'm racist against technology. Like it's literally <laughs> yeah. all he is. Robophobic. It's, like, it's what's called. Yeah, right? yeah. Robophobic. It's just like <laughs> that's that's his whole character. Like it doesn't like none of these people matter in this movie outside of RoboCop because he basically just does everything by himself anyway. Yeah. Um, like Gary Oldman helps him one time yeah, and then everybody else is useless. In this yeah. Movie. She, yeah, she doesn't do anything like, like Gary Oldman helps him one time and everybody else is just in the way. Like that's exactly, that's all it is with this one. Um, can I bring it, something up really quick while we're on that topic? No. Nah. Okay. Thank you guys. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so that was an issue I had with the first one is in the, and I wanted to see, for those of you that have seen the original, I want to know what your thoughts are on this. In the first one, it feels like everyone except Robocop and Lewis was an antagonist almost. Like, yeah. like he didn't have anybody on his side, which is one of the things I liked about the Gary Oldman character in this one is like we see this kind of like back and forth in Gary Oldman's mind of like, is this right or is this mm-hmm. wrong? Like how much am I taking away from this man as opposed to giving him that second chance that this is supposed to be? And then by the end, mm-hmm. he makes that full turn of like, no, like I'm on your side. I'm here to help you. Albeit very late in the film. Like, like bro, what took you so long? Yeah. But like, I liked having that, like besides his partner, he had somebody else on his side, you know, whereas in the original Good one, point. it literally felt like besides Lewis, everyone else like did not care about Robocop at all. Like they just, they they were very indifferent or just didn't like him at all. We literally had well, two th- antagonists fighting each other in the original one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that worked well because basically there were he was a product being shoved down their throat. Where like because again, Omnicore owned the police. They wheeled him into the police department and told the chief like this is happening, and he mm-hmm. was like, okay, I thought I'm in charge here, and that's and that's okay. I'll, I'll put a pin in that uh, for now. But his reveal, but. 
that's kind of why like no one asked for RoboCop. Omnicore and this hotshot executive guy were was pushing for RoboCop. And in this one, it's like every everyone is cool with him kind of. There's a few detectives at Huff and Puff when the chief is like, if he wants your case, it's his case. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Okay. <laughs> That's fine. He's doing my job. Then yeah. that's cool with me. Like there was, it felt almost a little too, like the uh, like to me, it's like overcorrecting almost. Right now, it's like everyone lo- loves RoboCop in this, except for Jackie Earl Haley. Right. The public um, literally they changed the law because the public loved him yeah. so much. Yeah, I would have really liked to see the d- dynamic of like Spider-Man in uh, No Way Home, where it's like some people love him, other people just hate him. He's like walking down the street, people like throwing shit at him and stuff. That'd been great. <laughs> Well, you kind of see yeah, you see a few like picket people. Yeah, someone graffiti, yeah. someone graffitis him as he's walking. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would like that, but like I would even like to see show me the flaw of RoboCop because there's no flaw with him in this. He's a hundred percent efficient and effective. Show me mm-hmm. the whole why it's important for a cop to have that human element. See, and I think and that's because that's the argument that the the Congress guy does. I think that's where we're missing a bit. Like, I think one thing that would have turned this film into an even better movie, even stronger. We're talking about how we love the fact that there's this human element, but he's still RoboCop, right? So there's Mm -hmm. that kind of big plot point when he's going into that simulation where whatever his character's name is, Gary Oldman's character, basically says, like, oh, no, I, I changed his programming. When the visor's down, he's not in control. His mind thinks he is, but he's not in control. I would have liked to have seen that cause some sort of negative problem. He, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, maybe he shoots the wrong person. They don't need to die, but maybe he accidentally like shoots a cop or something, you know, where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like this seemingly perfect robot guy who's supposed to not have any issues is suddenly having a problem, but it wasn't at his fault. It was at the fault of the company. Program. That would we be great. That's... The public, the public doesn't know that, right? But internally, there's this strife of, of Gary Oldman's character knowing, like, oh, like this was because of us, and now they're mm-hmm. trying to cover it up, and they're trying to sell this to the public as if it's no big deal. But like, I know the truth, you know. Granted, maybe that now makes Gary Oldman the main character, which is a problem. But like, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen, yeah, like you said, like we need to see something go wrong with RoboCop to where the public is now unsure, because I think that makes michael keaton's character a much stronger villain because he's like no like even though i know the problems with this i'm still gonna force it to you as if it's no big deal yeah, yeah well, to me some... it's like they yeah, they set it up in the beginning and they never follow through where it's mm-hmm. overseas and that young kid pulls a knife on yeah. the 209 it it's lit up him. do that yeah. exact same thing yeah. on u.s soil for sure where it's some dumb teenage kid with a gun the human aspect would have been like just a kid with the toy yeah, gun. I know he's just scared. I know I'm not. I know I'm kind of in danger. He's just scared. I'm not in real danger here. But the RoboCop is like he's got a weapon. Bang! That would have yeah. been such an incredible, 20, powerful moment. Absolutely. And then snap back to Mercy, this just crying like, "Oh my God, what did I do?" I don't think a mm-hmm. kid with a toy gun would have gone over very well. But oh, I'm sure okay, it would. That's, that's <laughs> well, probably, okay, it doesn't have to go exactly well, the Tamir that far, Rice case not a toy literally gun. Make it a real happened. gun. Make it some young kid, came, uh, gangbanger kid, who is just scared trying to be initiated, or he's getting initiated. And it, Regardless, there's a thousand different ways you, to write yeah, that you scene. Could have, he's, maybe he, he's like, oh, there's a whatever in progress. He walks into a, a liquor store that's getting held up. You see the owner of the store pull a gun to defend themselves, and he shoots the owner now. You know, Perfect. like yeah. you, there's a thousand have, ways there's to write a million this scene, scenarios yeah. that you can go with this route. But I think he has to make a mistake to 
for the public to want to vilify him, mm-hmm. not his own, and not at his own fault, at the fault of the company. You know, but yeah. the, but again, the comp the the company sells it as oh, it was it was his mistake, like it was uh, Murphy's mistake. Like he is still conscious enough to where this was his choice. We can reprogram or whatever it may be. They're trying to cover up the fact that it wasn't that or that it was them. You know. Yeah. No, I I agree with you completely. I think we're starting to get into the territory that I was very much looking forward to because we've kind of danced around it with this movie so far where it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. There's some things we don't like, but I think I speak for everybody when I say there are some, thing, some things in this movie that are just flat out terrible and we haven't really yeah. gotten to them yet. And I think it's time as we start you know, winding down towards the end of the movie, we need to touch on a couple of these things. Um, there's the we this is one's kind of one of the major strifes in the movie is the side of technology where it's like you have michael keaton who's pitching like we need this tech like we've been talking about to like help keep our country safe and go out to war and whatever and then you have the political side where you have one of the u.s senators battling him if you want me to take this strife seriously the u.s senator can't have a comedic sized bow tie around his neck yeah. i'm sorry like i'm sorry that like, dude? I've seen like that guy what are times. what are we doing here like as soon as i saw him i was like this is the guy that i'm supposed to be like oh yeah he's the person in the u.s government that is like thinking on the other side of my villains basically it's just like bro like who's the costume designer what what are we doing here i've never seen a u.s senator that i took seriously wearing a comedic bow tie like, like guys it's not even like a normal size bow tie it is mm-hmm. big it is big and it's red and it just U.S. Sits. Senator Ken Rosenthal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it just throws me off right off the jump with that character. It's just one of the few things that is just stupid. Like there are things in this movie that are done bad, but they're done bad with maybe good intentions. And there are other things that are done bad and they are just stupid. And that is one of them. I know there's a couple more. If anybody has some other ones that caught their eye in this one, please feel free to jump in with them. I feel like there were some things that I was like, okay, this was dumb, but now like I can't think of them right now. Oh, I, I definitely got one then. I'll jump the in. The sex scene. Oh, God. It's yeah, awful. that was weird, dude. Was, <laughs> that was bad, there was yeah. No, there was no score, just <laughs> It breathing. was very just, weird. <laughs> just the sound of a belt buckle being taken off. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, like, and this is where you want to hmm. push it? Really? Hmm. Go ahead, you know, Heath. For me, the plot, point of, uh, the plot point of uploading the database right before the speech what yeah, the hell that that no ironed out way yeah. before literally you got 30 seconds, seconds to go on yeah upload him with all the upload horrible it. murder in this city let's do it now for the right it's gonna take uh 30 hours Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got we got google fiber in the future baby it'll take 10 seconds <laughs> i thought that was stupid i mean this there's a lot of like those types of stupid to me that are, yeah. that exist like cinema sins type stupid yeah but yeah, to me yeah. it's just like if you're it there are a lot of people i can imagine that may listen to this or have their opinion on like it's a remake you know forget the 1987 and to me when you remake something you inherently have to accept the comparison oh yeah it's inherent with it and so when you reimagine robocop fine taking a different direction but there are aspects of robocop to me that are iconic and 
they just didn't even bother trying. So like the reveal of RoboCop in the first RoboCop mm. movie, they they take their time teasing it. You just hear him walking for a scene and you see him like mm -hmm. behind some glass and then the full reveal, he I mean, he hops on a police car and everything and we don't get a good look at him. It's when the chick is, I think it's, oh yeah, you see a bit of him like when like through cameras and stuff, like you're trying to peek almost as you're watching the movie, trying to get a glimpse of RoboCop. The reveal is so grand. And there's no big reveal here of him. He's like, oh, just, no. this is RoboCop. He's just, this is his new suit. This this, is what he Sony, looks like. Sony's like, Sony's like, look, you all know why you're here. You know RoboCop's in the movie. Here he is. Fuck off. <laughs> there was That's... just no pageantry, <laughs> and like, there was no cool iconic scene of like the scene where RoboCop takes out the the rapist guys. The scene yeah. he pulls up and you see his silhouette building off the headlights yeah. of the car. That's freaking mm -hmm. hype, dude. We don't get it's cool, anything yeah. cool like that at all. We don't even get we don't even get him twirling the pistol around. Like nothing waiting. like oh, that. No, like, they're watching the no red character wing game moments. Yeah. I was like, what is he gonna do? With. Like some sort of hockey celly or something like that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's I, gonna freaking check someone in the glass. Yeah, like I'm waiting for this connection that he had to the sun in the first one. I would like I like he mm -hmm. likes when I spin the gun or whatever. Nope, nothing, none of that. Do you guys like Joel Kinnaman? Not I like, like specifically I was, in I like this movie, Joel but Kinnaman. I wish he was in I better do. movies. Me yeah, I, just, I wish he's he got one, more He's one of those respect. actors. Yeah, he's one of those actors. His TV side of things is actually very good. Uh, um, what's that called? The show what's for the, for, for all mankind on Apple TV. Um, House of Cards. That show's good. Alter Carbon. Thank you. He was in Alter oh, Carbon the first season on Netflix. Yeah. He's a That's good where actor. I knew him from. Was he in the Was he in the Transformer movies? No. That's Captain Flag, baby. That's Rick okay. Flag. Yeah. yeah, and Rick Flag is one, one of the best parts two. of the James Gunn Suicide <laughs> yeah. Squad. And he, he's one of the worst parts of the David Ayer one, but I don't blame him yeah. for Rick that. This Katana. She's got my back. In, in the Rick Flag is awesome. That's a great character. He's a they good actor. Yeah. He's still great. Like, pop. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, they yeah. still use his little, like, the, the clip from it in the Peacemaker show, the whole, like, Peacemaker. Yeah. What a joke. What a oh, I haven't watched that. freaking great. Yeah. Watch it, please. Um, oh my God, Euphoria, please watch it. So. That show, that show great. Well, Euphoria is only once a week for like an hour. Okay, but there's three shows come out. On Cameron, do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Taste it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get it. Watch Euphoria, the show and then you'll get a laugh. The and, <laughs> yeah. Um, righteous gemstones come out. That's on the like a half, That's a half hour. And then so there's an another one. It's called like something somewhere. Someone somewhere comes oh, out. Yeah. Watch, watch Peacemaker. Give you can make room for. You can make room for Peacemaker. Okay, I'll make room for Peacemaker. Uh, you do love John Cena, so. Oh, Man, I love John Cena. <laughs> so, okay, thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. Um, yeah, so I have some right. other things that are just that are just ridiculous in this movie. Please. Um, these two kind of tie together. So when RoboCop is being presented to the public for the first time. If you have been on the run for murder for six yeah. years, <laughs> why why would you be right in the middle of the crowd outside of the police station as many of the police are on hand to unveil this new like super police see, officer? Like, why would you, you be anywhere near that? That's it's how you get rush, off, man. You, you got to get close. Yeah, so that you can feel the heat of it, but you don't burn yourself. It's that rush that really feels. You alive. know how they say the murderers are always at the. Are always at the, the vigil. They'll or come back. At the, the yeah, um, like the search party and whatever. Same thing, right? Well, it no, makes sense in this. It makes sense in this world though, because the two corrupt like, they haven't cops. Haven't caught me yet. <laughs> well, that's the thing. These two corrupt cops are like, 
Yeah, like, we know that they're corrupt, and that's why they haven't arrested anybody on, like, this big, like, underground case that uh, Joel Kinnaman and his partner were working at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Two two years, you haven't made an arrest. You haven't done anything with this case, and there's so it's many other off the case, police bro. in this. Yeah, you're not on this case anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give somebody one. else a chance. Like, what are we talking yeah. about here? Scene like, one, these I cop- knew the chief was dirty. Yeah, yeah sure, right? you can tell can, right. You yeah. can tell right away. Yeah, like, that should not have been. A, this, yeah, that should not have been a twist. <laughs> the cops in the original, outside of Wilson, are more like comic relief than anything. They except the mm-hmm. chief. The chief is like very stern, but even his mm-hmm. stern moments are you still laugh a little bit. These ones, these cops are so incompetent, but not in a way that makes you laugh. In a way that just bores you to yeah. tears. Every you time never you see cops out there. You see them at the police station. That's you it. don't see That's cops it. going doing cop stuff. Show me right. cops who are helping RoboCop at the freaking warehouse who show yeah. up at a certain point. It's you never see other man. cops being cops in this movie. And like I, that that's that whole opening scene I thought was terrible. The weird yeah, bad. like plane of action where it's like uh like whatever. Alex, explain yourself. And he's like, well. You see, and then it flashes back to him and his partner. I'm like, what is, what is yeah. this weird flashback? Just do it in real time and then cut to him in the police station. Why? Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. That, oh, man. Yeah, it's just decisions like that that are just moronic to me. Or like what made me laugh, too, is the whole like uh, it's that that test between Rorschach and RoboCop where he's like, shoot me, you get out of here, shoot you. That's we'll start over. And I'm expecting some cool, intricate maze. They're just like directly across from each other. Just an open warehouse. Just yeah. Ro- just yeah RoboCop. Warehouse. He doesn't in do their that in the scene where RoboCop is infiltrating the warehouse of the drug dealer dude and like RoboCop turns on his little like they don't expect the robot the robot guy to have night vision but they, right? he comes yeah. in with the night vision and then the dude is standing not there's no cover he's standing right in the middle just blasting at RoboCop and gets lit up like there was no strategy or anything it was just so dumb it was um All i of that. yeah i don't know if i have anything else that is right up there with stupidity um go ahead Heath. i would say i hate it that they got rid of the roar for the ed 209 how that's yeah, so the, iconic the weird yeah. roar oh, pig yeah. noise it's yeah. iconic yeah i needed well, more ed 209 yeah. talking big too whiff. come on big whiff i would have liked to see the ed 209s be more advanced they pretty much were just doing yeah. the same stuff that we saw in the original one like <laughs> i would have liked to have seen them taken like a step further elevate them if you will yeah, that would yeah that get... would require them to want to to want to push this movie at all. Yeah. But like I thought the inclusion because again I, I said the reason I said to watch the old one is a the, the comparison but also they for whatever reason they're like there are two catchphrases worth mentioning in this yeah, one you I'll know like a dollar yeah it's like I'd buy that for a dollar I'm like really that that's yeah I'm like that's the I mean that's an iconic phrase like that's the scene to yeah. do that for and then yeah they do it so the, poorly yeah like there's no like there's no pop to it it's just so dumb and like it's almost weird too like the people that are like is that an expression and then like no it's a reference <laughs> and like oh that's weird and then the weird decision <laughs> to do the again it's so iconic like literally uh, our friend eugene who's a toy collector guy who does photography he has a robot a robocop with uh, like the catchphrases you push the buttons and like it's such an iconic catchphrase it's the dare alive you're coming with me and <laughs> Like the time they choose to use it is like he's like bears like 
at Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. (laughs) That's so weak and so stupid and limp. It's so bad. And like even that's that final scene too. Like if you want to have the like the big oorah humanity triumph over machine, like he's trying to yeah. shoot Michael Keaton and he can't raise the gun. And then Michael Keaton is like, I don't know, point at your family because I'm a villain. Remember, I'm gonna <laughs> aim it at your family. <laughs> and then that he's like, it's not even like a big triumphant. He that's when he powers through. Stands up. You don't yep. see yeah. You don't see anything crack on him or whatever. Show Steady me something hands. break. Yeah, no, he's yeah, just we like, already hey, have I half think... of his visor. Like, uh, let the rest fall off or something in that moment to be like, like yeah. I don't care how much it's ham fisting it. Like, I want them to be like, he's a human again. <laughs> like, this is he, he's Dude, about to you... shoot him. Like, the the they've never topped it. OG Teen Titans. There's a bit where Cyborg is going through a crisis and he's trying. He's like, yes. oh, people hate yep. me because I'm a machine or like I'm a human. There's a bit where he's fighting somebody and he has a power gauge on his wrist that literally says 100%. And then the guy's like, ah, mm-hmm. seems like you're all out of power. And he's like, nope, just the hu- the robot part of me. And he pushes yep. and the gauge breaks and it goes past 100%. Give me that crap here yeah. where like that's the benefit <laughs> of being so- a half man. I, I'm pretty. I, I just want to make sure I got this correct. So the reason he was able to shoot Keaton is because Keaton points the gun at him, right? Like, is that why, he, or is or he, are they trying to convince us like, oh no, he just willed through it? Because I thought that was like the programming it. saying like, oh okay, now even though he is someone working for Omnicore, like he is now a, a verified yeah. threat, so you can shoot right. him. Because they don't explicit, I, I, like in the in the original one, it's like, oh, you're fired, and then it's like, bah, 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 like you're done. That's right? brilliant, you know? yeah. Which I love because he's like, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> like, you're fired, thank you. Bah, 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 it just kills him. Whereas in this one, it's just like, oh, he shot him. Like what? Three seconds ago, you told me he couldn't, and then he just did. Again, every mm-hmm. problem is he overpowers it. Like I lowered his dopamine levels. Do you know he got a degree in psychology? Do you know what that means? And you have two percent dopamine level. <laughs> and he's like, "What's happening?" He's able to overpower it. He's a head with lungs. How was he able to do that? Man. Like, that's oh, man. a scene where I, I would have yeah, liked right? to have Magic, seen. Yeah, right. Magic, humanity. Like, you have Michael Keaton's character hold the son hostage again. Not to bring it back to Dark Knight, but like, imagine you know, Harvey Dent with the kid. Right, you have a scene like that where Keaton has the kid at gunpoint, and now that's where we get to see some RoboCop action, where we we're now in his POV and you're seeing like and like the little thing like locks in on Michael Keaton, and then he's like and takes shots Michael Keaton's dick off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, hell yeah. You know, like I don't know. There, there were definitely moments where it's like you could. Did he at least fall off the building? I didn't catch that. No, no, I didn't even think he died. He just like oh man. Like, it's not Easy even a cool too. confirmed death shot. He gets, like, shot in, like, the shoulder or something, and he falls over. Yeah, talk about it, like, paying homage. Let him fall off the I building. I think you said, ow, too. He's like, ow. Yeah, with some, yeah. with some <laughs> I'm shot. Yeah. Oh, I've been shot. I can't get up. Yeah, and then um, the shoes. Like, I got hype. I, I, the, the Easter egg I did get hype at is the that's how you show respect. When Jay, what's his face? Freaking hiccup. Baruchel? from How to Train Your oh, Dragon. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Jay Baruchel. I liked him. First I liked time him he just showed as a guilty up, pleasure like, person. He was fun to me. I liked him. Show, um, single, I think, was it Single Man Seeking? Uh, oh, a Friend for the End of the uh, World or whatever? I have not. No, no, no. I know what you're it's, talking about, though. <laughs> it's a TV show on FX. I think I'm it's Man Seeking now. Woman. Yeah, yeah Man Seeking, seeking Woman. woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You guys have to check out that show. He's the main character in the show. It is okay. so funny. And so when he showed up in this, I just can't see him as anything else now. 
I mean, obviously, you know, he's a hiccup, but yeah. um, but like after that show, he's like Pat he's... and Goon. You guys ever seen Goon? No. I know what that is. That's a oh, Sean man. William Scott I, movie, right? Yes, I highly recommend that movie. <laughs> like, it's okay. just funny. If you're people if like you're a Goon, hockey yeah. fan, it is like oh, okay. I have seen eons, yeah. just insanely funny. If you're not a hockey fan, it's still hilarious. Just go in not expecting a good movie. It's just stupid yeah. funny. But the um, the part where he's like showing the different suits, and that's you know he's it's the OG RoboCop. It's yeah, all bulky yeah. and stuff, and he's it's like the concept this art, one, yeah, yeah. He's like the the this one scored high in our prisons, uh, really put the fear of God in him. And I'm like, you're damn right it did, because that's a bad <laughs> suit. Yeah. So that leads yeah. me into a question it's I dope. have for everyone except Cameron. Putting like the time aside, like the 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 era in which it came out, which of these designs do you like better? Secondary question: Were you okay with this design? And who I was going to ask first. Yeah, I was going to ask if people liked this suit or not. I hated um, the suit. I mean, I'll jump the gun. Yeah. I hated the suit. It looks like wannabe yep. Iron Man, and this is the less yep. cool Iron Man. The visor wasn't cool. Like I just, I, I hated every bit of it. I hated making it black. It was just yeah. so boring. Because like when you have it black, it loses all the detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing with the thing about the original RoboCop suit is like, yeah, it's really clunky and. Like, it looks like the, a guy just wearing like a prosthetic suit, but it has care. It has character to it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't. Like, it's so generic. Like, as soon as they were like, "We're gonna make it black," I was like, "Oh God!" Like, really? Like, they were just gonna. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna look black. like. A, he's gonna look like a random yeah. robot now. Like, he doesn't look mm-hmm. any different from like the combat robots that he was fighting. Mm-hmm in that scene with Jackie O'Haley. And that's why I don't like it. Cause the sheen of like the silver of RoboCop is what really draws people to that character. And it just yeah. strip him of that was just ridiculous. It was such a stupid move by them. I agree. The metallic just screams robot. Yeah. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's unanimous. It's just, if it's a robot, it's metallic. Just lost that. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the power to me, the bulk, the authority that when you look at that old RoboCop, yeah. it looks heavy and clunky and you're like, Jesus, when you see it, it this new one, again, steps for sure. The hand, I, I hated the hand. The hand was really stupid <laughs> yes. to me. It was so dumb. <laughs> and they're like, we're yeah. going to do something really cute here. Cause it's supposed to be like a throwback to the original, like the original, like where are we mm-hmm. able to save his arm? Oh, we don't need to save his arm. Just give him another mechanical yeah, arm. Stupid uh, as it turns and, out. They then, were right. It's stupid as yeah, hell. Yeah, they were right to do that. Yeah. It was, and like, it wasn't even, like I said, it wasn't even his whole arm. It was just his hand. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Like, why? Why and also how? Like, that's yeah. really, like, there's no bone still attached to that. Like, how? How did you do that? It doesn't make it's sense. It's just skin over that little Anakin hand. That's what it's like. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so at um, the end of the movie, I was fully expecting that instead of this like reveal of him getting this new RoboCop suit, I thought that they were going to make him like a, a skin suit, like give him oh, a normal robot, like, like human oh, body. Jesus. Have you guys I, seen Tusk? Yeah, no, I've not Tuss. seen it. The walrus like, skin suit? Like, I, I had to turn it off at him, that point. Like I'm trying to think of another movie that does it like in the sense that I'm thinking, but like basically like he was going to have like a new human body that was like cyborg is what I thought they were going to give him so that like, he can have a, a I mean, I don't see why Machina? we can't have that technology. Beyond like, the it's Machina? It's yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. In this movie, like as far as technology is concerned, I don't get why that I don't see a limitation that they can't it's, just well, make him a look ex- yeah. normal looking like in the eighties. Like it looked like that was the brink of technology was mm-hmm. robocop we pushed it <laughs> yeah. further than we've ever done with him and that's why he's a big deal now it's like well we've, we have this technology 
we've always had this technology and you're like that yeah, like you couldn't have made him less you know you can't give him like a home version yeah exactly <laughs> time to go like, home, and i don't like how puts on skin i don't like how pretty he looks still like with his thing you can take off the helmet i like the horrifying look of the oh my uh, god the original one where, like, when you take off the helmet over the helmet i was like ah. yeah you're like put the helmet back on and that's that's the problem because he looks his so pretty in this five movie. times wider all of a sudden he's like, yeah that's so scary like in this one he's like he's a good looking dude and like there's no reason to have the helmet on like to keep it off you look you look great dude yeah. and like in in the old one, it's like yeah, you want to keep the helmet on. Trust me. <laughs> People, I mean, they even make that joke where she she's like, "I see the appeal of that, like that one Olympian dude." It's like, no yeah. matter who they put in this robot body, this chick's gonna be like having fantasies about it, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, right. Jeez. I. Yeah, um. That's so, that's it really for me. No, I'm saying I, that's it. I have me. um. Go ahead, Joel. No, I say something I I liked in both of them, and I think I even liked better in the first one, because this one did it a bit less is the fact that he still has to move fairly robotically. And yeah. so, like, in this one, it's obviously a bit more advanced where he's, like, mm. like when he sprints and stuff like that, it doesn't look perfect, but he's he's a lot more fluid. Whereas the original one, I really liked, like, the straight-up, like, I am a robot type moving. Like, Dude, it's it, it took effort. Because yeah. he, apparently, he fought Paul Verhoeven on it. Because Peter Weller, the original RoboCop, originally practiced with the i think he said like a trained ballerina and his move was his movement was mm -hmm. going to be different and then peter uh the when paul verhoven had his vision for robocop he's like no robot old school robot you're going to be jerky and awkward and heavy and it's a, a and then to me it's just it's the skill of the actor like that's a man doing all of that miming and stuff when you're walking as a rope as robocop it's just it's the skill of the actor and with this one they're like oh due to the technology he just Walk normal, walk normal, pick things up. You're, there's no, this to me like there's he's just a dude at that point. Like there's no cool robot part of him. It's just all the more reason why this just has no feeling to this movie. It's just he just feels like yeah. A you lowered guy. my dopamine levels when I watched this movie, <laughs> and I just got yeah. Asia, you good? Mm, fine. I'm watching very, RoboCop. Very <laughs> off topic here. Well, I, it still connects to RoboCop, but AJ or Heath. But I feel like if either of the two of you would be AJ. Have either of you seen Buckaroo Banzai? Buckaroo Banzai. Why does that sound familiar? I'm going to go with another no. Peter I'm Weller not. movie. Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, with Peter. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, I think he's, he couldn't do Robocop 3, I think. So I have one? not seen this movie. It was only recently put on my radar and is now on my watch list because I've just heard it's like absolutely out there. Um, and so I just wondered, as someone who clearly is such a big RoboCop fan, if you if you dipped into some of his other work and ended up on Buckaroo Banzai. Um... No, I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge Peter Weller fan, per mm -hmm. se. I like him, and he's in a movie that came out, I think it's the exact same year or the year, couple year or two after, called uh, the, La the Leviathan. It's a alien underwater monster movie. That one's a ton of that does not get the respect it's like a, the abyss basically it's mm. pretty darn close to the abyss uh he's great in that he had a great role in sons of anarchy if you ever watched that show yeah uh, yeah peter weller showed up there he's awesome in it well, he also was the be... voice of batman in the dark knight movies the the animated one the dark knight returns oh yeah yeah he plays batman and he's an awesome freaking batman well i will be checking out buckaroo bonsai soon i'll report back to y'all because i've heard some 1984 that was before RoboCop. Yeah, even. it was before RoboCop. Actually, if what I heard is correct, Paul Verhoeven saw this and said, mm -hmm. 
oh i need him for robocop like this was that's the my robocop like, <laughs> yeah um basically the premise of this movie is there's like a someone who goes through a mountain like they they learn how to go fast enough where they're able to like drive a rocket through a mountain and so <laughs> john lithgow is like an evil scientist that wants to do it too and he gets stuck in this like dimension this eighth dimension and then uh weller's character also tries to go th- it's this whole weird thing he also is in a band the only reason i even heard about <laughs> this is because the music plays at work i looked it up it's the end credits music <laughs> and the end credits is five minutes of the cast just walking in the la river like while this music plays that's all it is just five minutes that's of them shut. walking like this you got a Time young jeff up. goldblum in there john lithgow's and it. it is like the weirdest credits you will ever watch and i was like i need to see this movie so that's so funny anyway Right. All right. So I think um, I think there's one last thing to say about RoboCop 2014 before we start calling it an episode. Um, and it's something that was lingering on my mind once it happened. And I've wanted to ask the group to see if they thought the same as me. When it's revealed that like Keaton and his team are essentially going to be your villains in this movie. Did it feel earned? Like, no. did, did you feel like, like, right, it, it never felt like it made sense because the way that I saw it is once he went, like, on his own to solve his own murder and, like, kill the people that killed him, that was the point where he, they were all like, oh, we, this, yeah, like, this, we don't support this anymore. We have to take him mm-hmm. offline. And mm-hmm. my thought process was like, why? Because is it right. like yeah, we know you're not that revealing the, we anything know, about the company, right? <laughs> like, right. We know because we know that the cop is dirty and the chief is the one that told the, I guess the fake baddie or whatever you want to call that dude with the blonde hair. Um, she tipped him off. Um, but like, yeah, the the company as a whole should not have been affected by this at all. So I ne- I didn't understand why they just turned on him so quickly and like to the point where like now they're like mustache twirling villains like I'll hold your <laughs> wife and son hostage if you don't do what we say and go offline with it. It came out of nowhere and it it was one of those things that was touched on earlier like it just felt like something they forced in there because they had to get to the next part of the movie and that's that's why they did it. So does anybody feel like that I'm I'm missing the boat on this one because I, I just don't get it. No, they never no, felt dude, you like a it. villain. <laughs> in the first yeah, one, yeah. like we literally see like this testing going on, and they just blast some innocent dude to smithereens in front of all their coworkers. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's and like, oh it's well, like, that's oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah oops, what's the boss's response this. to that? Like, yeah, I'm disappointed yeah. in you. Like, yeah, they just murdered a dude. Exactly, and the, and what's <laughs> yeah. their response? Their response is not to, oh well, let's nix this. It's okay, let's fix this, and how do we make it better? In this, right. it's like they, there's, we never see we Michael Keaton be evil in any way. You know, he's uh-huh. just like he's just running his company. And RoboCop's not doing anything bad. Yeah, yeah. Like in the first RoboCop, you literally have what's his face doing lines of cokes off hookers. <laughs> like that's how you get a bad guy. And again, one of my favorite villains in cinema is is Clarence is Clarence in uh, 1987 to Kurtwood Smith. Mm-hmm. His role, yeah. he's just evil yeah, and evil. like yeah. maliciously evil can you fly bobby like that kind of freaking performance <laughs> he's great like, yeah n- nothing here there's no fun villain in this movie like even our no. drug like quote bad guy is just boring doing his he's like i'm just this is my gig i'm a drug dealer like there's no 
fun from these villains. What What yeah. do you think works better? And this goes for everybody, including you, Cameron. What do you think works better for 2014s? Continue this tone that they gave us, but fix the issues, or intentionally make it super campy, more in line with the original. I don't think campy that's movies a, do well in 2014. That's I feel tough, the same actually. way. Yeah. I feel the yeah. same yeah, way. Yeah, really tough question. I now, agree. okay, so here's a here's a question. I haven't seen it, so I I, I don't know. Um, but I've heard really, really, really good things about it, and in my mind, it kind of seems like a similar type of movie. All right, You're thinking Psycho Gorman. I'm thinking Dread. Okay. Dread's incredible, dude. So I heard that the new Dread is really really good i i've never <laughs> seen it i've never i i don't know anything like if dread is kind of similar to robocop in a way i would say not campy they're different this it's not campy dread, either okay did you ever watch the raid no the martial arts movie the raid okay that's that's the easiest comparison okay well i wasn't sure if it was kind of similar so i would say could they make it like the could they make it like dread because i heard that was good I mean, but, they, to be clear, too, they've been talking nonstop about doing another RoboCop. And I forgot the name attached to it. Uh, they want to do a legacy sequel with or actually technically be a reboot sequel. The whole, you know, ignore all the movies except for the whatever one. They've been talking like about Halloween that for the last did. couple of years. Yeah, like Halloween. Right, right. And uh, they're doing it with Texas Chainsaw again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's another one. Which there's a fun little thing because I saw the new Scream and like they they I like it was great new Scream was excellent but they, they're missing there's rebootquels which is like it's a reboot kind of thing but like the, there's a difference between a legacy sequel and a rebootquel legacy sequel is we're gonna continue it you know it's Star Wars you know we're continuing it x amount of years later legacy or a rebootquel is Halloween where they're like we're gonna do another one but we're ignoring all the other sequels and stuff. Robo, they're trying to do a uh, reboot cool for RoboCop. So they're going to mm. ignore all the movies except for the first one. I think Peter Weller said he would be kind of interested, but not maybe as RoboCop per se. But yeah, he's been trying play to RoboCop do it right. <laughs> Let me look up the name attached to it. I, I honest to God thought it was Homeboy that did District 9. Let me make sure I'm oh, not Oh, yeah, Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. That's right. Mm-hmm. Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Isn't he still working he on just... District 10 right now, though? Is that, that a thing? Was he, was he I'm making that? I'm not even that? joking. Yeah. yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, well, didn't I he do Chappie? Wasn't that his newest camp? movie? Yes, Chappie, yeah. Because yeah. he was supposed to do he Halo 2. Yep. Yeah. Halo 2. Who was going to do the first one? He was supposed to, He was supposed to do an Alien uh, movie as well. Yes. All, all these, these movies are Alien movies. Great, <laughs> all these wonderful, great ideas that we all agree. And it's just like, <laughs> never happened. Yeah. I, didn't, I haven't heard Neil Blomkamp's name in a while. I don't know what he's been up to. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. Neil Blomkamp maybe, uh, scripted uh, he he scripted a new RoboCop, and it just never really. I, I would Again, love that. I think, yeah. Dude, it'd be incredible. Yeah. Make it. We'll dumb. see. I, mean, I like Chappie. It, it doesn't have to be campy because what's what's weird now is like we live in a time where put drop RoboCop into a movie today, and like, and he can he he fits. Like, it's not with the world of superheroes and costumes and stuff. We're not going to laugh seeing him on screen. So I think we can make a kind of a straighter and it might be considered camp as far as violence and gore. But Mm -hmm. you don't have to have the whole the villains cackling, laughing kind of thing. You can make a a good RoboCop movie today, I think. I mean, this isn't necessarily campy, but like, look at the gore in like V for Vendetta. 
you know, mm-hmm. granted that's like a comic book movie, so it's it's specific mm-hmm. look, but you could have done this movie with that type of gore. You know, V for yeah. Vendetta is I think it is rated R, but it's yes, like yeah. it's still it's not rated R to the point where it's like you can't watch it, you know? Yeah. I think the, luckily uh, enough the... enough movies have like failed and stuff that we've realized now we're at the point. Again, it's, it happens decade by decade. We play it safe for a decade, then we get experimental, then we play it safe. I think we're coming into the experimental aspect of it now where we're like, let's make a rated R big movie. And that's how we're getting the Suicide Squad and stuff. Like we're not afraid to make that or take that kind of risk for, uh, for our big budget movies. Mm-hmm. Robocop's not even big. I'm sorry, Heath, go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. ahead. OG Robocop, the new, okay, new Robocop, $100 million budget. OG Robocop, $13 million. Right. And they made that. Like, we can do that. Give us a, what's the, give the original, give it 30 or $60 million budget for a new Robocop movie. And with Mm -hmm. the creators that we have nowadays, maybe getting some new fans and the balls we have today of make it rated R, because that wouldn't even be a question nowadays. In the 90s, they had Absolutely. a game called uh, Robocop versus Terminator. Let's wow. see that mm-hmm. as a movie. <laughs> that let's would do be it. Fun. Yeah, let's build our universe. Let's do it. That we would can't be make another Terminator, right? I'd we haven't down. done a good one since 92. Let's do it. I'd be down. I'm down. Yeah. All right, let's do it then. I'll send it in. Um, okay, guys. <laughs> uh, that should about do it for 2014's Robocop. Uh, it was a spirited discussion. We were essentially talking about two movies as we did this one. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. 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 Well, he understood. He he knew the assignment, and he chose not to do it. So, um. So, as you know, with our episode, this is the time where we figure out what our refunds are going to be for the movie. Um. The total. This was 2014. Came out in February 2014. You know, the dumping ground time. Um. Let's see. So it'd be about eight dollars, but instead. Of giving us your refund total, I want to do something a little different in the spirit of RoboCop. With those eight dollars, how much would you buy RoboCop twenty fourteen for? <laughs> whoever whoever uh, wants to go first, AJ. You know what? This was your film. Why don't you go first? There you go. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, camera didn't get that. No, sorry. No, no. Cameron, Cameron, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like fully explain it to Cameron. It's like, what is he supposed to say to this? But I already know what you're gonna do. Um, the real fun part is it's it is basically nonsense. They just say it a lot in the old one, and it's funny. It. It's, it's great. True. It's true. It's great. <laughs> and um, that's why it's great. They just say it a lot. <laughs> Heath, why don't you go next? I'll say four dollars. So this is four dollars. I saw it in theaters. You only get to see the movie once. Once you see it once, it just it just escapes your mind. You'll never Heath, see it again. For- he brings up a great point. Should we hold it against this movie that we had to pay so much to rent it? Hell yeah, we that, should. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think this movie is like terrible, but I'm upset that I had to spend as much money as I did to watch it. <laughs> Dude, um, I would have sworn it was free on Netflix or something. I cannot believe yeah, they didn't sure. dump it somewhere, even, dude. Even Netflix with their horrible uh, like, non-or- non-original film library. They're like, we don't even I think want Sony's this movie. just trying to get us all to forget this exists. They're like, Pretty much, yeah. My, the money, it's a sunk cost. They're, Screw it. They're, yeah. we're gonna, we're, when they're going to be like, when Blomkamp's movie comes, they're like, yeah, for the first time, so we're remaking the 1987 movie for the first time. It's like, didn't you do that in 2014? It's like, no, sorry, that's not, not real. Not, not, not. That doesn't exist. They paid off Joel Kinnaman and Joel the rest Kinnaman of the cast. Like, down your door yeah. and shoots you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, um, Joel, why don't you blow up? Joel, why don't you tell us how much you'd buy RoboCop 2014 for? 
I'll also buy it for four dollars. That makes sense. Yes. I I watched this and I was like, eh, it like it didn't make me upset that I paid to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I I wish I just didn't. I wish this was like a ninety nine cent rental. I would have been totally fine with go. that. But for it to be four bucks was just kind of. It was honestly, it was egregious. Somebody it should is be an fired. insult for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's not not cool. Uh, Cameron, how much would you buy this movie for? I mean. Spent four dollars. I feel like it's such a cop out, a robo cop out. But hey, hey. Jesus Christ, he wakes up. I'm sorry. I guess yeah. You know, I didn't really, couldn't really uh, do too much because I hadn't seen the original. Yeah, that's my fault. Absolutely, hundred percent. Everybody agrees. You sorry. should treat yourself. <laughs> Watch it. You, know, hey, you want to get? You want to get? You know what? You know how great original RoboCop is. You can watch it for free, baby, on Amazon. It's, it's right there. If you pay a hundred dollars a year, you can watch it for free. That's true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if I only watch one movie a year on Amazon Prime, did it cost? Me, did that movie cost me a hundred dollars? Pretty much, not, yeah. Did you not I would, I would order say so, anything yeah. on Amazon? Prime? Yeah, if you don't use Amazon for its main functions, then yes. Okay. Yeah, I only use it for video. Said no one ever. Wow, you don't order anything off of you, Amazon? You don't want to watch what are you talking time? about? I order something every single week. <laughs> well, that's what I said. He, and he said he made a joke. He said, "Oh, I only use it for the movies." Said no one ever. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I said. All right, I wasn't listening. That's okay. To you. I pre-ordered it's the my new annual The Boys fee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Come, June can't come fast enough. For what? Um, for the boys. Oh, I was thought you were talking about yeah, Pokemon. June. No, what did you order? What Pokemon did you order? June is for the boys, one. man. Uh, Pokemon, June is for the boys. Yeah, it's July is for the women, but June. Uh, whatever yeah, Arceus Legends. I, I, yeah. I heard that game's okay. I heard the graphics are the biggest it? complaint. Everyone's yeah, well, how about you form favorite. your own opinion? Looks like shit. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a Switch, so. Um, I do. Joel I'll does. Use, I'll use He Cameron's. makes golf courses that crash. Hey. <laughs> hey. Also, I would just like to say, I know no one can see this or but joel's got this picture his background has <laughs> oh, been me it already it's on next our, it's to, on our social feeds oh my uh, me next actually, to paul dano <laughs> to let really? you know cameron uh really quick i put up a poll okay i okay. said you get to have dinner with one of these two <laughs> who do you pick <laughs> and i put that photo up <laughs> out of That's 22 people that have seen it two people have voted a hundred percent of the votes for are for you. I just voted, um, and I, I also contributed to that hundred percent. Okay, just there now. we go. So three <laughs> votes for you. One would be genre geeks. One would be f- past guest Sergio. The third vote is your sister. So, <laughs> wow. For the longest That's time, it was stuff. just your sister. I was really hoping we were going to get had... to the end of the episode. With that. That's yeah, so I... funny. I just had raising canes with uh, for the first time the other day with my sister. What a transition. Oh, you had it with someone else before. So, so wait, first time raising canes or just that's your first time ever going first to it with your sister? First time ever raising canes and it just so happened to be with my sister. For, I've had raising canes before. It's just first time ever going with my sister. It's a very big moment. It's great. I understand. No, I've never had raising canes The other before. day, Cameron had a full-blown conversation stuff, huh? with his sister on our social media. Like through it's our true. Instagram <laughs> account, yeah. he was yeah. talking to his sister. Yeah. yeah. Did you like raising canes, Cameron? It was all right. 
It's what? fine. Oh. It's no Popeyes. It's fine. That's okay, Joel. Here's I, the thing. I also love Popeyes. They're they're both. I no love Popeyes. Popeyes too. I love Popeyes too. It's fantastic. It's not the same thing as Raging Cane's. It's like trying to say, oh, In and Out versus Shake Shack. No, shut the hell up. Those are two completely different things. Don't even bother <laughs> trying to compare them so because wrong. they're not. Why the would same. you so not wrong. compare them? They're burgers. No, they are <laughs> absolutely. Joel. They are absolutely different. Who was it? It was either. Uh, it wasn't Bourdain. It was somebody else. Actually, it might have been Bourdain that said. <laughs> In and Out is a gourmet burger cooked by fast food chefs. Whereas if you're looking at Shake Shack, that is a fast food burger cooked by gourmet chefs. There are two totally different types of establishments completely. If you want to do the whole water burger versus In and Out thing, that's a little closer. I still think they're two vastly different things. But it's don't hack you at this point. Dare compare In and Out to freaking Shake Shack. Bonkers okay. comparison. Also, I can go to In and Out and and order for a whole family the amount that I'm going to pay for a freaking order of fries at Shake Shack. <laughs> That's exactly what I, I had was for the first time. Damn I think I've had here. this conversation with Ryan multiple times. The times that Ryan's taken me to In and Out because I just said, "Hey Ryan, I need a friend right now," and I'll be like, "Ryan, why would anyone on this planet?" Ever go to get a burger somewhere that's not In and Out? I can go to In and Out, get a burger, fries, and a drink for like six dollars. Like, like six bucks. Yeah, it's cheap as shit. It's and Shake Shack, whose burgers are smaller, whose burgers are are I I honestly do not like the taste. I think that they're nasty. They have a really good avocado chicken sandwich. That's really I good. like the burger. That's the portobello mushroom, or that, that's cheese. what I like as well. That is that's the only thing. That's the only good thing, thing. The only good thing the only there. Thing Their actual get. burgers themselves are not good, but the thing is, is if I get that, it costs me like thirteen dollars, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm fair, sorry. My in and out order comes out to like eleven fifty. Okay, but still, you're that's getting way more food. You no, yeah, you just absolutely. ball out at in and out though. What's the most you've ever ordered from in and out? Uh, just a for four, yourself. A four just by for four, you. A four by four with animal fries and a large drink. Yeah, that's what I've done. Wow. Yeah, and, it, and it's, a, I went it's with, really not that bad. I, I went, went with Cameron once. He, he got the double double and a grilled cheese, and I was like, yeah. "What is this? Go, like what that. are you yeah. doing?" I the other day <laughs> when Eric and I went, he got two or he got two double doubles. He didn't get a four by four. He got two <laughs> double doubles, his fries and a drink. I was like, "What Good for you, Eric?" <laughs> I went. Shout I went before. I went before my surgery, and I got a three by three. Uh, grilled cheese and animal fries and my mom was like are you just trying to kill yourself and I was like, <laughs> this sticker like work for itself baby yes. i want to live but yes, i want to live <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so cameron i don't think you ever answered what was the question he didn't know how much would you buy this movie for um oh hell i'd spend a whole movie ticket to go see it It'd be eight dollars you pay full price so you'd bet you'd buy for eight bucks. Why not? I mean, here's the here's the thing. Would I go see it by myself? Pro- no. But like, if my dad's like, no, I, I wouldn't. But if my dad was like, oh hey, they got the remake of RoboCop. Let's go see it. And like, I spent eight dollars on it. I wouldn't necessarily be upset. Okay, okay. I I understand that. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the cop out answer that we've seen here. I. I am not okay with having to spend more money on this movie than I have for anything we've watched in quite a while. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'll buy I'll buy this for four dollars. Um, that will do it for RoboCop 2014. That's the final nail in the coffin for this movie, and most of us will probably never speak about it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. But that uh, that was the end of this episode, and now it's time 
to look towards next episode. Joel, the floor is yours, my friend. Oh, I cannot believe how much we tiptoed around the movie that I'm about to pick today. This Let's is the go. first movie that came to my mind when you gave us the idea of the show, but I haven't picked it because I've only seen this movie one time. However, that one time is the last time I ever remember walking out of a theater thinking, wow. why did I just watch this movie? Wow. That movie is a return to the MCU. Oh, no. Starring oh, our no. friend Matt Damon. Yeah, I think I know what this is. Please do We're it. We're picking do it. Elysium. Directed oh, by uh, Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Oh, oh, I haven't yeah, seen baby. that. I haven't seen this. This is, this originally is the one that I would have supposed to picked. star... Did you know it was originally offered to Eminem, and he turned what? down the yep. lead role? Yep, that's I swear a fact. on my yeah. life. I heard that they're right. making him less sexy. Huh? Oh, good luck. Oh. <laughs> 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 mm. oh, oh so anyway, I, I won't dive into it now, obviously, but yeah, again, I've seen this his one, heels. I, I saw this one time, and it, it upset me the time I saw it in theaters, so I'm curious with another viewing where i'm gonna sit because this was a movie that legitimately i walked out of the theater and i was like this was stupid and i have like mixed feelings on neil blomkamp i feel like all of his movies are just the same thing so we'll i see. love I'm district so there's a reason really why district can... nine was so good and then everything else he's made hasn't been like i said i like chappie but it wasn't district nine i'm so I tired Chappie's kind of fuck. kind of I hear it go back and forth. For people. A lot Chappie. of people don't like Chappie. I didn't and I understand bother. why, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. I saw that movie I'm like so three f- times in theaters, actually. Damn, that's I wait intense. for your episode I liked it, but with bated breath. Want. I can't, yeah. so can't believe curious, how many of these fucking uh, Matt Damon movies I Without you guys giving away your opinions, uh, what, have you guys both seen it? Uh, Heath and I and saw it in theaters. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen Chappie. And that's it? No, no, no. no Elysium. 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 Yes, I have seen Elysium. Yes, okay. I saw that was not that been the time Heath and I were living together because we saw Actually, a bunch of movies together. Yeah, we saw it together for sure. AJ, we definitely saw it yeah. together, and uh, saw it once. Yeah, just like you. Completely, that's it. it. Says all you need to say. Yep, cool. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it, and so I'm actually looking forward to it. <laughs> Ryan, I'm hyped for your guys. So you're gonna episode, love it. So you love it. No, okay. No, I don't. I've right. never seen any of Neil Blomkamp's movies. Oh, okay. really? Not, yeah. Not since Man, Matt District Damon telling me so to good. buy cryptocurrency have I been more District moved by a performance. I try to yeah. stay away from Matt Damon great. movies if I can. The MCU? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MDCU. No, it's the MDCU. No, it's, it's Joel's MCU. Well, All right. Well, wrong. AJ. Oh, he's wrong. <laughs> where can we find <laughs> some more info on your podcast? You can find me and Heath and our buddy Darren, who is a loving character that everyone needs to hear his opinions on. Some people uh, might not think screw, so. Screw those other guys, oh. he said. Yeah. Oh, no. It, it, well, they're gone now. It's just us. We're the, we're the Are show. Are you fired oh, all those other guys? Oh. I Yeah. No. I didn't actually, know that. yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but actually, no. yes. Yeah. Uh, but you can find us at Genre Geeks on all social media. So Instagram is where we're absolutely the most active. Uh, I've been showing off my movie collection on there because I'm team physical media. So I've been posting a lot of my movies and stuff. I just finished my MonsterVerse, my Universal Monster uh, movies that I've been collecting. Like you hit us on Twitter, which we're not active on very much, much like the refund guys, at uh, Genre Geeks Cast. And on Facebook at Genre Geeks and all platform anywhere. If you listen to podcasts, you can find us Genre Geeks wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for joining us for this episode. This was a lot of fun. We always enjoy working with you guys. I know on our end, we're going to have you back in a couple of weeks. And I'm sure on your end, when you get done with all these fun new guests that you keep having on, (laughs) you'll, you'll come back. 
you couldn't live with your own failure. Where did that bring you back to me? <laughs> oh no, dude! You guys are sincerely my one of my favorite shows. Like it's a game now on our show. We try to go an episode without mentioning you. Don't and mention, our, ep- yeah. our episode that comes up tomorrow, I got frustrated because you almost made it, and no, you guys got brought up <laughs> right at the end. Last- <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Damn it. Got brought up again, but no, you guys Love are great. It. And uh, you guys, because of your episode that you did, I think it was your 2021 wrap up. You guys talked about Mitchell's versus the machines. Mm-hmm. I watched it at your request and my wife and I instantly fell in love with it. It's so, that's, so good. That's on you guys. Thank you, you. Completely. That was an amazing movie that everyone needs to freaking see. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, just, again, big fan of your guys show. You guys are always putting out great stuff. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you again both of you and we will see you on our show again shortly in the meantime folks uh you can check us out of course anywhere you listen to your podcasts apple spotify i like a refund is located on there check us out on our socials our instagram is always popping off some fun stuff joelle managing the socials really well over there um but yeah thank you again so much for checking us out leave us a review on both itunes and spotify you can leave reviews on spotify now we'd really appreciate a little love over there leave one for the genre geeks as well and go check them yeah. out their show's fantastic um they're very similar to us and but also do their show in a different style in a fun way it's a nice contrast of the two so go check us out go check them out thank you all so much see you next time bye-bye everyone I'm